0: Hello and welcome to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast where a lifelong comic book reader guides his friends through the world of comics for the first time. My name is Joey Morgan, the aforementioned lifelong reader. With me as always is Jacob Morgan. Jacob, wow, Jacob Licklider! (laughs) I almost had it! I almost had it! Jacob Jacob Morgan has been on the podcast, but this is Jacob Licklider, the one that's always here. Uh, The aforementioned newbie. God damn it!
1: (laughs) When you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die
0: oh my god it's been hell these past two weeks so oh so for god. those who
1: don't know joey is coming off of working like an 11 day streak he's, yeah, he's got uh, one more day tomorrow it's... and then he's off have, we
0: have we have day jobs around here and uh mine has been getting to me recently uh so hence the fucked up intros the past two episodes um anyway <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, today we are talking about Throne of Atlantis by Jeff Johns. Uh, we're covering both Volume Three of Aquaman and Volume Three of Justice League, both called Throne of Atlantis, and the a uh, couple issues that come before the main Throne of Atlantis event. Oh my God! I can speak today. Um, so yeah uh, before we get into today's episode once again as always thank you all so much for listening to the podcast uh seeing just this continuous support and uh, and growth through the podcast has been really really nice um we really can't express our gratitude enough it especially has been on great.
1: episodes where like we weren't expecting good viewing numbers like last yeah. episode cause... like last
0: yeah last episode did really great um yeah and i mean hey aquaman <laughs> It, it does this, something this I just guess. tells oh. us
1: we need to do more aquaman
0: joe i i don't mind doing more aquaman <laughs> uh. i don't mind doing more aquaman uh, but yeah see, seeing this growth on the podcast has been really really nice and uh, as always before we get into the episode um whatever you're listening to us on uh just be sure to leave a rating uh subscribe to the podcast if you can subscribe to us also on youtube uh at blood donut studios Comment on down there if you want to um, start a discussion about the books that we're covering today or even any of just the books that we've covered in the past. Uh, Also in the description of the YouTube video, I will leave the links to Amazon links to the books that we're covering and also the links to the books that we are covering next time on the podcast. And yeah, uh, anything else to cover before we get into it? Uh, I don't think so. I think that covers it. Ah, thank fuck. Um, All right. Uh, non-spoiler section first. Um, so, what is Throne of Atlantis about, Jacob? So, Throne
1: of Atlantis is the first big, cr- uh, at least the mini series itself. Uh, well, I wouldn't say mini series. Five issue arc told over told between two the two running series, Justice League and Aquaman, mm-hmm. is specifically about. The Throne of Atlantis as a concept, and who deserves to sit on it? Um, Moving, it's... Oddly, if this is one where I would say you definitely should have at least read... uh, The previous two volumes uh, of Aquaman. um, Specifically, just so you can get really into the headspace of Arthur Curry as a character. Because that's the driving force... Between this plot is this man's headspace, and understanding why he would take some of the actions he takes in here because they are
0: interesting actions. Um, mm-hmm. as- I think uh, it's kind of early for it, but I think it's it's a great time to bring up one of our Twitter questions that we got today. Yes. Um, that that I think you know, is is a great jumping off point for the non spoiler section. Now, this comes from English Giraffe at English underscore Giraffe on Twitter. Uh, so, my question would be, if this story is a good starting point for newcomers checking out other Aquaman stories, and if it showcases and characterizes Aquaman well. Um, so, despite Jacob saying that, um, that you know, it would definitely be helpful to jump on with the trench and the others, and at least there's not that much that comes before Throne of Atlantis, um, I, I think it is a better jumping off point than than one would, one would imagine. I think it's 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 okay to jump off here, and it does
1: showcase Aquaman really well. Uh, one of my oh, worries definitely. actually going in was that with the Justice League being major players, it might get a little too crowded. Because um,
0: mm-hmm. but sh- it doesn't, and we and we still stick to like just the core Justice League members, and even then, we we only really focus in on like you know two or three of them,
1: two or three. Uh,
0: some I actually kind of wish got a little more focus. One in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also because of events in the previous Justice League volumes, uh, we're down from seven members to six. So there's even less like room to just, um, to, to like you know accidentally like jump too much into other characters. So, like you are, it is is it, it is a much more like focused story than one would think, despite it being a Justice League story. Yes,
1: um, I will say if you are doing this just for Aquaman and you're not following like the Justice League storyline then I would just get the Aquaman version of this. Yeah, yeah. Because um, okay. that one has two issues that specifically are p- basically prologue issues focusing in on Aquaman as a character, uh, mm-hmm. while Justice League and, has and it,
0: two and extra we were, issues
1: that are okay. just regular Justice League issues telling its own self-contained story, which I also have thoughts on, mm-hmm. but I probably
0: won't talk about those until spoiler section, because... Yeah um but as far as like you know um jumping on points for aquaman yeah like like we said like you know jumping in w- with the trench and the others the first two volumes before this um is a great point uh is, is is a great idea um but throne of atlantis i think is also serviceable but as a whole i know we recommended it last time on the podcast but getting the jeff johns aquaman omnibus is probably your best bet yeah. um Great stories for Aquaman, uh, newcomers, and what we pretty much covered most of what's included in that omnibus. All now, of it like, are this one
1: volume, like, yeah, volume four of Aquaman from the new 52, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I'm sure we'll cover at some point. Um,
0: yeah, oh, mo- most definitely, most definitely, just not next time. Spoilers, um, yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, as, as far as like jumping on points for Aquaman, yeah, I think, I guess that's where it stands. I guess I guess when it comes to recommending this story alone, maybe it's not the greatest standalone thing, but it can work. I'd yeah. say
1: it, it can work. It can work. Um, I'd also just highly recommend it. Um, I'll also say the plot is really tight. Um, mm-hmm. It seems that Johns does a really good job at tight four to six issue story arcs um, because there's definitely like a chance of letting a story go on too long and John's knows not to really not to let something go on too long and languish just because, you know, it might be selling well or or something. It's it's tell the story and then give it, you know, big beginning, middle, end and keep 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 things still ongoing for like the the individual ongoing books um mm-hmm. especially the Justice League book cuz there's there's some interesting things in here hinting at the future of that law of yeah we're
0: we're definitely setting up like you know where where both titles are going you know this is just a crossroads between justice league and aquaman at this point um
1: but yes um and you know despite all that it is if if you are uh if you are following Justice League, it is kind of necessary to get the justice league trade as well despite having overlap um quite a lot of overlap
0: Um, yeah yeah, like like a solid like sixty seventy percent of the books are are like the same, you know, between volume three and of yeah. each of each series.
1: So, so really, whichever one you purchase, if you're only going to be able to purchase one, purchase it based on if you prefer following Justice League or if you prefer following Aquaman as yeah. a character. Um, yeah,
0: if you're if you're doing what we're doing on the podcast and how I set up these episodes, um, then we're covering the entirety of both titles. So, um. So, you know, having both volumes is, is a great help. But like but like Jacob said, like if if you're if you're only following one of them, you know, which are you more interested in at that point? Um, and, and, and whichever series you're reading, when you get to the, get to the actual Throne of Atlantis event, you don't ha- have to have read the other title to understand what's going on. In it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially Justice League, like just like there aren't nearly as many connections, which is. Also kind of interesting in the way that they, the DC animated movie universe adapted this story, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, we will uh, talk
0: about that. We'll be, uh, as far as adapted media, we'll be covering the Throne of Atlantis animated movie at the end of the episode and the 2018 Aquaman movie directed by James Wan. So, yes. Yeah, so,
1: there's, we'll <laughs> so, so this is a story that I'd have to say is probably the Aquaman story that is, at least in public consciousness, um, just for just just for the, just the general public in general, and mm-hmm. it's a good one to be in public consciousness. Of. Oh,
0: definitely. You know, the, the fact that this one has been adapted so many times, you know, at, at least the very core concepts of Arthur and Orm fighting over the throne. Um, the, the fact that, that that idea has stuck with so many, you know, it, it, it makes for a really compelling drama, no matter what version of the, of the DC universe it's in, I'd say.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I was kind of surprised with how some of the drama played out. Um, there was oddly enough, when you go into this, there's less antagonism than I was originally expecting.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially like the way that um, uh, talking about the issues outside of the main five of, of the event uh, in Aquaman fourteen, which is in a at the beginning of this volume. Um, I love the way that Arthur and Orm talk to each other. Hell, even at the end of the others, the way that Arthur talks to Orm briefly. Um, you know, there's not necessarily antagonism there, but it slowly builds throughout the story
1: it's building and when it eventually does bubble over it's great um i should also say that this is one where having i think it's basically two artists between the books um
0: uh pretty much
1: I yeah think. it's it's the, the the main one is Ivan Reese, who yeah who moves away from Aquaman and does all the justice league issues um and then i believe paul um, Paul uh, Pelletier, Paul, yeah, probably Pelletier, Pelletier uh, yeah. De, who takes over for the Aquaman issues. Mm-hmm. Um, their styles, uh, once again, it's their styles aren't so different that you uh, don't entirely uh, notice, and you know things. It, it makes things mesh together, especially as like we talked about last time. This is definitely a story arc where John's does what he did uh, in the trench and the others where each issue very much leads to the next one that that connected story telling there are a whole lot of jumps. uh, Mm. And it's a kind of a big story arc. Like you see the effect on like the DC, like sort of all of like the DC Earth as a whole. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Which is which is a very nice, a, a very nice little thing that didn't Like Johns didn't have to do, um, but he did. But
0: also for like early days, New Fifty Two, you know, establishing those things throughout the universe is really nice to see here. I think.
1: Yes, Um, and it and it brings things together. Um, I'll also that
0: that that will be undone in four years time.
1: In in four years.
0: (laughs) In four years, I mean,
1: (laughs) I don't entirely blame them. We. We've talked about how insane, the but new honestly, like is. Ner-
0: I would say, like honestly, like early New Fifty Two and late New Fifty Two are like prime New Fifty Two. It's when you get into that middle area. Um, when there's a when lot of kind like, of sh- lose
1: like a direction, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. You know, it, it it's when their it's when their creative teams are sort of going back and forth between, do we even continue continue to pursue this idea, and do we hold on to these big arcs that we're still setting up early New Fifty Two. Um. It's uh, it's interesting to see, and uh, as, as we get further in with the titles that we have already started in the new 52, we'll uh, we'll definitely get there eventually. It'll 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 be interesting to see.
1: See, there's a reason I like the phrase "commit to the bit." Like, if you make a decision, you kind of have, especially in storytelling, you kind of have to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you gotta push through. It's it's what made Death of Superman as an arc work. They committed that Superman is dead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We are we are going to be exploring the ramifications of that. And then, yeah.
0: you know, eventually comes back. Um, you know, it's despite how well that may have worked at times, you know, how, how much are you going to focus on how much this affects everyone around Superman? It's debatable. Um, but still they committed to it and, uh, and you have to commend them for that. Yeah.
1: Yes. You so, have to commend them for
0: that. But more on that later. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Anything else to cover in non-spoilers?
1: um i'll also say uh this is my first exposure to tony s daniel as an artist really
0: um well will we covered the one issue in death of the family yeah but this but like did you I, I remember you rather liked his his art in that one
1: yeah but like this one you have two full issues and it's like a full story arc and it's 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 nice to see yeah yeah he's um, very good i really do like him yes he is i'm sure we'll talk about the style when we talk about the actual issues yeah. um but yeah, that's all I have. Uh, final recommendation, yeah, definitely seek this one out. It's good. Um, I don't think it's necessarily as strong as the trench and the others. Um, I'd
0: agree with that. Like,
1: but I still think it's good. But, like, there's. I mean, but
0: a... also I would say, like, it's not so much about being a. St- I mean, it's a strong individual story, but it's not so much about doing that as like as being a fulfilling moment within the larger story. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it, it it's the natural conclusion to everything that's been set up in both titles up to this point.
1: Yeah, and it just I don't want to say it falls flat, but there are just some things that are that I don't think are juggled as well as they could have been. Um, OK, all
0: right. Yeah. It'll be inter- interesting to uh, get into that.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Throne of Atlantis it
0: does come recommended. Yes, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um what does not come recommended is uh DC's Bat Cowl NFTs, which I'm still getting fucking ads for. Um, they're doing what? Yeah, they're selling like digital bat cowls. Oh god, fuck NFTs, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. God, yeah. like it's here's
1: the thing, yeah. here's the thing. If if they're if they're showing these cowls, like you can just yeah, screenshot I them.
0: I I don't get it. I'm and like better. now you have. I mean, I mean, if nothing else, I will still say it's better than the fucking Stanley NFTs that Marvel did.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are, those are, those are even worse. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, all right, let's get into spoilers after that little tangent. Um, let's get into spoilers. Consider this a full on spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to start off the spoiler section by covering the first two issues of Justice League. We're going to sort of go back and forth between these two until we get to the main event. So, uh, let's see. We kick off on Justice League number 13. This is the first one drawn by Tony Daniel. Tony S. Yes. Daniel. Tony S. Daniel. And so Cheetah. It's um a cheetah. yes what do you what so seeing this cover did you know there was a cheetah story incoming or no i
1: didn't know there was a cheetah story in coming but i
0: vaguely knew who the character was okay uh, uh what did you know her from
1: I, I i just knew that she was basically wonder woman's big villain yeah like, uh, okay i i didn't know any of what her deal is i don't know if the backstory presented here is the backstory that's generally used uh
0: totally depends on who you ask um i personally do not have as much experience with wonder woman comics as i would like um which i am I, i am continuously expanding of course um so again depends on who you ask um as far as when it comes to adapted media cheetah has been adapted like twice three times i think so it's, it, you know, it's not, it's not something that you're gonna be like, oh, well, let's see how all these different versions adapt Cheetah. You know, it's just, here's Cheetah. Here's Cheetah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, like one version of, of the adapted versions of Cheetah actually do her origin. So, uh, it's, so yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. So uh, we, we open up start. The issue, exactly where Villain's Journey left off. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't mind it. <laughs> So yeah,
1: it's it's the conclusion of the kiss. Superman and Wonder Woman part ways because drama and the simmering
0: sexual tension. Yes. Um, um but anyway, <laughs> five five days later, we're fighting Cheetah. <laughs> uh, um uh yes, so Wonder Woman is fighting Cheetah in a jungle. Uh the rest of the league is close behind, or we get there. Yeah, the rest of the league is yeah. close behind I him. mean,
1: yeah, it's 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 kind of a quick of this you get sort of a rundown of who Cheetah is. Uh, her actual name is Barbara. Um it's presented almost as a curse that Diana wants to bring her back to humanity. Um and she doesn't believe in humanity. Um and interestingly, the, the the lasso of truth doesn't work on her. Yes. Um you know it's and the whole idea is like, oh, civilization is just a mask. Um, and actually, kind of one of my criticisms of this two-part two story is that it's only two parts. And yeah,
0: yeah. There, there is something to really explore there, and because like, and because of the way that comics work, they're like, okay, we clearly have to cut this short because we have a big event coming up.
1: Yeah, which is a shame like this almost feels like something that needed to be explored in a wonder woman solo title yeah
0: uh, most definitely but brian azzarello was redefining the character for the new 52 at the time uh, so
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah um the action is nice and i really like tony daniel's style i, I really like it um but you know wonder woman basically gets knocked out and mm-hmm. is found by flash and cyborg yes um, and the one thing that's on her mind is she has to find uh, Barbara aka Cheetah um
0: and you know Tony Daniel's guy faces are all like pretty boys <laughs> huh i look, mean look, look at superman here <laughs> yeah I don't know. Maybe not all of them, but most no, of them. No, it's just, it's the big ones are. If, if, uh, if you've read the, the second uh, issue of that Detective Comics run that we started in uh, Death of the Family, there's a, <laughs> there's a scene where just... I don't know. I love the way he draws Bruce Wayne in that. Um, anyway. See,
1: I, I have not, but... Um...
0: Anyway. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we're back at the Watchtower here. Uh, let's see. This is still... Yeah, still the five days later. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. five days later, Bruce... Uh, and Arthur go to Steve Trevor, who is in uh, medical the medical care of Argus, um, mm. and it's like you know they're trying to get information on Cheetah. Um, Interesting that they kind of push forward a little bit of Steve and Diana's relationship here mm-hmm. and how it's sort of decaying, though not not really.
0: Yeah, they, um, they they still allude to it a little bit, but interestingly they. um and Tony Tony Daniel sort of draws Superman in the same sort of like positions you know, on, on the next scene here when he's talking to Wonder Woman. Sort of a parallel yeah. that, I think. It's an
1: interest it's interesting parallel. Uh, and we learn some basically Cheetah's backstory that uh, you know, uh Barbara Minerva was the first person, uh first friend Diana made coming to the world of man. Um, and you know, they made friends through a through stopping a robbery and uh she worked at argus and there was a ritual dagger uh from a lost tribe in the congo Uh,
0: so you know how like the dceu is very much based on the new 52 yes this is pretty much barbara's backstory in wonder woman 1984 ah yeah uh see i haven't seen i haven't seen either of the wonder woman movies uh, most uh, most people agree the first one's amazing. Um, I like the second one personally. I know some people I, don't like the second the, one. The second one's a bit more controversial, but I don't know. I like it.
1: I think, well, I'm sure we'll eventually.
0: We'll, talk we'll, eventually, about we'll it. eventually have a reason to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, she cut herself and became the cheetah.
0: Yes. Which is. It's an interesting backstory. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, like I said, you know, it's it's one of those things where like, you know, people aren't going to be like this is <laughs> you know, I, I I really hate saying things like this, but man, like I I don't think she is anyone's favorite DC villain, you know. No one's going to like die for the fucking backstory of Barbara Minerva to be preserved, I'd say. I mean, I think I think she's a cool character. Some... She's a really cool character and I do like her. You um, could do more
1: interesting things with her and it's clear Johns almost wants to,
0: mm-hmm. but again, but has
1: two issues.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say again, big event coming up. You know, lots more to uh, do. <laughs> you have a little more simmering sexual tension between Clark and Diana. Yes, uh, and uh, and then we get a nice scene between uh Vic and Barry, which yes. I think is great. They they have like one of my favorite dynamics in this particular uh,
1: something that thing something that gets built up through the crossover, which is nice, hmm. um, and something that we will probably touch on when we talk about the adaptation and how they change some things with regarding Vic. Um, but it's... It's this it's great idea that Cyborg really doesn't have a life to go back to. Because... Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> on one hand, he kind of doesn't, but he also does. I feel like Johns is very much not just commenting on... The idea that he doesn't have a life to go back to. But that a lot of it is in his head. Yeah. Um, that he's yeah, still Victor Stone. I mean, Victor Stone is a character who is... is His arc... Is, his, his character is defined by things of identity. Um, be it accepting identity. Accepting technology. Being an example of identity for others. There's a lot you can do with Cyborg. Um, uh, which... I, <laughs> It's it's makes me very glad that we're that John's has, gives him some even some focus,
0: mm-hmm. um, and I like that that John's chooses Barry and Vic as the characters that sort of connect here because Barry lays it straight out, you know, Green Lantern quit, Batman, and Aquaman are fighting, uh, fighting about who's leading the team, and now something's going on between Wonder Woman and Superman, like they're pretty much the only two left, like you know they're still here for the team, and um, and uh, so they sort of like connect on that level. It's really interesting.
1: And and this this one moment of come on of uh, you're a funny guy, Flash. Come on, start calling me Barry. Now, what are those two talking about?
0: Yeah, it's, it's really just, really nice. It's yeah. this nice
1: beat of quippiness, um, as we can see. You know, Clark and Diana having having their moment. Yeah. Flash and Cyborg coming in, both you know being happy to help, trying to trying to track her down. Mm-hmm. Batman and Aquaman having their. L- dick measuring contest having the dick measuring (laughs) contest while steve treasure trevor is just kind of trying
0: yeah yeah you feel bad for steve in this one i think um Um, yeah so anyway um to the congo we're in the congo uh here's the league um we are still hunting down cheetah she eventually reveals herself um i like that that we show here that like she is legitimately a match for like most of the league
1: yeah like like she, she scratches Bat Batman, which okay. Is it bad that I, I? So I don't like the portrayal of Batman, who is always prepared for everything and is
0: unbeatable. Um, I mean, it's a go-to Bruce Wayne characterization. Um, but in cases like this, like you know, this is still fairly early days. Bruce Wayne, part of the Justice League, um, so he. It's still so nice has to a,
1: just he, see him getting getting his ass handed to him just just for yeah. a moment. Um, uh, and
0: then um, Flash to immediately go for Flash's leg so he can't run. Um, she goes after Superman then and she bites him, giving us the most hilarious cliffhanger. Um, of uh, Tony, Daniel gets to draw Superman as a cheetah, as a cheetah person. I which... love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. It's this it's, is it's fun. It's camp. It's, we love it's it. It's camp. It's dumb. It's it's it is
1: definitely a panel, and it's a full yeah. page.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah. That that's the big cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: that's the big cliffhanger, and I love um, the way he's then drawn on on the cover to issue fourteen. Yeah, uh, which is the secret of the cheetah part two. Um, and, and he still has like his Kryptonian abilities because why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, which is great. But like again, great. Who? Yeah, Tony. Uh, Tony Daniel
0: also did the cover. Yeah. Um, And Uh, we're on to Justice League number 14 now. Um, Superman being Superman, is able to take on most of the league himself uh, now that he is infected by the cheetah? Um, My God, this part of the plot always throws me off. Who are these guys?
1: Uh, This is the tribe. This is the lost tribe from the Congo who I. okay. I I don't think they get a name. um, I don't think they do either. Like, which is. A shame, like world build, John's world build. Which,
0: a little bit I mean, which John's is typically good at, I'd say. Yeah, like this is yeah. one where he kind of drops the ball. Yeah, uh, once again, you know, we're going to mention it a million times here, just in these two issues, like John's doesn't have the time that he needs to tell yeah. this full story. Okay. And there's a great story here to tell. Um, just you know, hard to smash it all into two issues, yeah,
1: and like the cheetah's is just going to slaughter the tribe and the whole idea is like he's slowly revealing um one it's like right we have to we have to save superman make him clark again um and you know he's out of action for basically the rest of the issue um mostly uh until until so, until like the the end um but what's, what's interesting is, you know, you have Cyborg using ultrasonic sound, uh, uh, him staying with Bruce while everyone else is, you know, trying, you know, making a plan, trying to, you know, capture her. Um, and this whole idea, like, you know, Clark is going to slowly die from the cheetah virus. Um, I am trying my hardest to avoid referencing a certain thing right now.
0: What are you trying to reference? You know
1: exactly what I'm trying to reference. Do I? Yes.
0: What it's are you cheat a referring? cheetah virus. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay, wow. See, this... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been a long two weeks. Um, it's been a long
1: two weeks when you don't get that... Man. Here's
0: your obligatory oh, Doctor
1: Who reference. There we go.
0: Mandatory Doctor Who This is Doctor basically
1: the plot to survival.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: I was like, yeah, you know, it's. I'm enjoying it because it's survival. It's basically survival and I enjoy survival.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: survival, for those who don't know, is the final serial of classic Doctor Who, which also in, which involves people turning into cheetah people.
0: It's a whole thing. Um, and it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Like, it,
0: it, it, it's also an allegory for coming to terms with your sexuality. That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> which gotta love. <laughs> gotta love. Gotta love. This this This
1: kind of isn't, though really it's it's no, more or less no
0: not not at all this is, <laughs> not, this is more a, a,
1: a gut punch um you know it's like right it's like right we're just gonna try to save superman uh they use blood to cure the infection which is kind of a grim idea uh yeah
0: cool uh, idea which, though like, like it really taps into that sort of like tribal instinct that, that this whole story is going for yeah um
1: and we have
0: Wonder Woman goes to uh, confront Cheetah, then herself. Um, we uh, we uh, then we go to like sort of like what the backstory of the Cheetah is.
1: is. and and, um, and this bit I genuinely really liked. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's this is really interesting backstory of like you know how this how this being the uh, the Cheetah is sort of like passed down and how and how it came to be. It's really really cool.
1: And basically the idea that it's not like a curse. It's like a Protector spirit thing, mm-hmm. um, which is
0: so, such... sort of sort of like a survival instinct, like you know, natural selection type. It's it's really cool.
1: Yeah, which is such a gut punch because then it eventually reveals that you know, uh, you know, uh, Cheetah gets knocked into the water where where you know Aquaman captures her and she's taken into Justice League custody. And you learn that you know, so you finally know the truth. The cheetah isn't the bad one; I am. Yeah, uh, which is a really interesting idea. It's a great gut punch. Mm-hmm. But again, there's not really enough time to explore it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like,
0: and is, and I do believe actually this is a big change that uh, the new Fifty Two does. Is typically it is portrayed that the cheetah is the thing that makes Barbara evil. But it, you uh, know, I don't.
1: I don't mind that sort of a change.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Like that that
1: sounds like an old fashioned trope.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. Like do some do something interesting. Um I do like that Diana is, you know, sort of ever the trying to reason with her. Um and, you know, letting her get, you know, giving her, you know, a second chance, because, you know, she wants to save her uh in the end. Um and Sheeta ends hinting, you know, basically hinting to 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 someone mysterious that you know, tell me when Black Manta arrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, this she's... is a weird
0: bit though that when we go into Barbara's backstory, that I'm not a huge fan of is um is that they is that you know they say that she's gone by like multiple names that she's changed her identity every place that she's gone. Um, you know, she's yeah, a criminal. Yeah. Like I don't mind that she was like a bad person before she met Diana, but. Um,
1: there's, the there's idea that idea, she's just this idea master of a, criminal who's yeah
0: that, that always that's always
1: on the run that
0: kind of drove me the wrong way
1: yeah it doesn't it feels like something they would have found out before this
0: yeah yeah like definitely. but but also I mean it's I think the implication is that this is definitely one of Diana's first encounters with her. Like like the idea being that like Diana you know created Barbara Barbara's version of the cheetah like herself in her own story or whatever and then she then not long after this happened
1: yeah maybe it's it's still a bit weird um, yeah yeah uh, but we then have a very nice sequence um, even though I am not a fan of. The relationship. I
0: think it's done well here.
1: Uh, yeah, this is probably where it's done at least the best that it's been yeah. done.
0: Um, um, for those that don't know, we're about to cover the infamous uh, Superman-Wonder Woman relationship, sure. which we touched on briefly in the villain's journey. Um, but I want to I want bring up our next uh, Twitter question for this, actually. Uh, this comes from at uh, Jamie underscore season seven. Um, who, by the way, Jacob, I don't know if I told you I did book for a podcast episode.
1: Uh, you didn't. You <clears throat> yes. didn't. Yeah. I am...
0: How... And I'm not telling you which one.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay.
0: You, you know um, what? Yeah. We, we will talk about this when we're not recording, Joey. We will. We will. Um, anyway, so yeah. Um, so he says, uh, Oh, and question wise, I, uh, I believe this is where their relationship fully starts. So, what are your thoughts on John's pairing of Superman and Wonder Woman? Um, I guess, first off, I don't think it's a John's thing. It's. This... Probably... It's a higher-up's at DC thing. Which higher up in particular, Joey? Probably Dan DiDio, who I I love despite all his faults. I really do. I okay, um,
1: okay. I'm okay.
0: I'm actually kind of conflicted. Cause it's not bad when it's actually down on paper. Just when you look at it in the larger like in the grand scheme of Superman stories, this doesn't work because it's it's got to like, be Lois, like, you know? I, I, and I get
1: it. We haven't had any Lois Lane really in the New Fifty Two at this point, if I'm
0: incorrect. Well, we had, well, we had her briefly in a Villains Journey, right, right. But we really and, haven't, and, and she was pretty present throughout the George Perez Superman stuff. In the New
1: oh, okay, see, see, good. That's good. That's that's good to know. So,
0: but again, but strictly like... just as a reporter.
1: Yeah, but but for when the story is told, Lois really isn't
0: present mm-hmm. um and and also i i understand the want to change something like this you know you're, you're restarting the entire dc universe not everything can end up the exact same way that it was before right um so here i think it, it's it's done the best that it possibly can be i love this scene um super and diana realized that the really that the reason that they can't actually go further in their relationship is because they don't share enough with each other so um so clark takes takes diana to smallville um he takes her to this little diner that he likes um as Superman and wonder woman though still which i really like i like that i um, i like
1: i like it's the one it's i love just this one panel of them sitting in the diner um crowded around by people and you have the balloon wonder woman and superman are sitting right there in our diner ask them how they like my pancakes i love
0: it it's smallville it's, it's small smallville. Smallville. i i i love um, it um yeah uh, but we go over to um to the Kent farmhouse then, and uh, I love this. I I really really love this. Um, we learn that in this universe, uh, Ma and Pa Kent are already long gone. Um, uh, somebody else owns the farm now, but Clark still comes back here every now and then, um, and uh, and just says, "This is me," you know. This this is this is what my life is. This is who I am. And they sort of let each other in, and it's really well done. I think actually, like it's a really really great scene.
1: It's, it's a great scene. It's very nice. I like the way they end on a kiss. I don't like necessarily like the way that it ends.
0: Oh, um, come on. It's the most fucking Bruce Wayne
1: thing. It, it's such have, a Bruce Wayne have... thing, but I'm afraid it's going to turn into like dumb relationship love triangle bullshit. Th-
0: this actually sets up... Um the solo title, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, it doesn't really continue much in, in Justice League itself. They make their own title about the two. Of them okay, together. cool. Yeah, um, so, so, I... so so as far as what you're reading right now, you don't have to be too concerned about it, but that's what this is setting up.
1: Okay, cool. Um, no, but just, just some final thoughts on the relationship as a whole. It doesn't piss me off nearly as much as the breakup of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Yeah. Because I know that
0: that's a that's... thing that that's that's a thing that's happened a couple times well aren't they still not together again uh right now they're not yeah 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 cuz
1: <laughs> it it doesn't the way this is written doesn't entirely feel like a betrayal of Clark Kent. It feels wrong that he's not with Lois.
0: Yeah, but also this is a Clark that never even had the possibility to be with Lois. Yeah,
1: has, I don't even think this Clark has yet... Has he Has he actually met Lois? He, uh,
0: he has. He, he has. has, okay. But mostly, mostly just through working at the Daily Planet.
1: Yeah, so... And again, it's not one of those things that like... Again, it's not like set in stone that this then has to be the relationship going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's very much one where you could take the characters in an interesting direction. Now, um, it, and again, a lot of it just, I mean, sure, I will say, yeah, the premise just does feel wrong. Because, again, the Superman-Lois relationship has been there since Action Comics number one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um like, but 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 again, like you you see the want to do something. Try something. something here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it's it's a
1: blip in the timeline, honestly. And it's it, not again, something it, I
0: entirely mind though, because I, I've I've read a the first I whatever's collected in the first volume of Superman Wonder Woman, I have that volume and it's honestly not bad. I like it. Yeah. And it's it's
1: not like say Marvel splitting up Spider Man and Mary Jane. And then keeping them split
0: up for, like, over a decade now, it seems, I think. Right? Uh, well, wait, no. I don't know. I haven't kept up with current Spider-Man comics. Because so well, I know I, that, like, one more should, day is what shouldn't split be, them up. I probably and then, shouldn't be commenting on this.
1: And then, I apparently, I don't think they've actually ever gotten back together. Because I've talked to, her, to to Corey about this. Um, mm. And she said that, like, they, they are not back together, which is insane anyway yeah it's it's good i also i love the way tony daniel draws it like
0: yeah yeah if he
1: became the main artist on justice league i wouldn't i wouldn't complain
0: uh oh god who does trinity war um
1: i think it's ivan reese it's probably ivan reese because i'm guessing ivan reese actually is the one who takes over
0: it probably is i'm i i think you're right uh yeah yeah, it's ivan reese it's ivan reese um uh, oh, oh yeah Ivan reese and doug Mank and Mikkel Han. oh my god trinity war is so good yeah. sorry um <laughs> god. anyway um moving on uh let's move into aquaman uh let's do the first couple issues of think. uh aquaman throne of atlantis uh these first two issues before we actually get into the main event uh so the this is the first one, first one being the zero issue issue number yeah, is zero right. so um so okay so this is the first actual like DC wide event that ah uh, that they did in the new fifty two, um, so each year they would do like sort of like a summer event, and this was the first one was that every every title got a zero issue, um, right. so the next event I th- I'm pretty sure was Forever Evil. Then it was oh god Forever Evil. Then I want to say there was something else. Then oh, oh no yeah I think I think it was Forever Evil Futures End, Convergence. And then I think it was Rebirth. I might be missing one in there.
1: Uh, so was this zero issue? Was this like a free comic book
0: day issue? No, 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 no. This was that like like every single title that was currently running in the new 52 um, got a zero issue. They all got like a, a, an origin. St- it's sort of not, a, not an origin story, but just something that took place before the new 52. 52. So like just sort of like a prologue type. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And and would it have been like all released at like in like the same month? Like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they all came out like like right around the same time, um, right alongside. I think they were meant to come out alongside like issue twelve or thirteen.
1: Yeah, I think this is. I think this one was after thirteen.
0: Yeah. So the only reason that, like, you know, you haven't read them in other other titles is because, in uh, in Batman's case, the zero issue ties into Zero Year, so it's included in that. So it's it's, then, it's in
1: other things.
0: Yeah. And then with uh, with Justice League, the zero issue is used on the backup stories, which we'll talk about briefly. But there's a there's a whole volume dedicated to it. Um, it's the so those Shazam. are the ones
1: with like Shazam.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they dedicated the zero issue of Justice League to continuing those backup stories in a full length issue. Yeah, because Shazam is on one of the co- of the covers. Yeah, like, 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 like I said, we'll, we'll talk about that briefly when we get into the actual event um, event. But meanwhile, uh, here we go, Aquaman number zero. So. Uh, we, uh, I'm assuming we're seeing here uh, what we talked about in the uh, the others, the yes. uh, post fight with uh, with Black Manta and his father. Um, uh, Arthur's father is injured here; he's slowly dying. I, I like
1: I like how the cover has Aquaman bursting out of like the the the, the actual comic page.
0: Yeah, th- th- that was a that was the theme of like all the zero issue covers is they're all like bursting out of a comic page. Ah,
1: yeah, yeah. so um you have okay so the way arthur is drawn here he looks so young yeah like yeah, definitely like it's it's baby arthur and he's just a lot of this is is being really conflicted
0: um and we redo a scene from from the others Wow. Um. Uh, where We see him sort of. We see it like from Arthur's perspective, though, because when we saw it yes. before, we saw it like everyone outside, like sort of hounding Arthur about being from Atlantis. Um, and then he bursts out from here. Like you see it from his perspective. You're inside. You just you see him being tortured by all this. He jumps outside, goes into the water, um, rips off his shirt because he's Aquaman. Um, and,
1: it's... <laughs> and we see him go down into the depths and then eventually emerge. Um... Um, emerge go back down and kind of explore the sea for a couple pages and then attack then,
0: then, then he's attacked by a shark by a great yeah. white shark uh and then he realizes that he can communicate or not communicate but send a send a sort of message to the shark, the shark. and uh this is the first time that he does it and you see i love, I love like the way uh, ivan reese is on this right uh, yeah this is an ivan reese one yeah ivan reese um I love the way I've everice draws like Aquaman like being like really surprised by this, you know, just like the first time he's ever used this power. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, So he sends the shark away. um, Sees a ship out here, uh, sort of like crashing on the waves.
1: And we flash back briefly, you know, to why like why Arthur's dad was a lighthouse keeper um, Mm -hmm. to to watch the shores, and he essentially saves this. This ship by lifting it up and stopping it from crashing on the rocks.
0: Um, um, he saves these two people What's a uh, father and his daughter. Uh, they uh, he saves them. What is it? Uh, then this guy says, what does he say? I know something important. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, so I guess he knew. Is uh, He says, it's been an uh, old joke for years, but what you did uh, isn't a joke. You lifted this boat right up. There's a man about my age who was pulled from the water years ago. He claimed to be from Atlantis, though everyone thought he, uh, he, uh, he'd he been under, underwater too long. What happened to him? Last I knew, he lived in a fishing village on the coast of Norway. They call him Volko. Volko. So we saw Volko briefly in The Villain's Journey. Yes. Uh, very briefly for like a page, right?
1: Yes, like he was in, in like one
0: page. Um, yeah um, so Arthur goes to see this Volko um, says uh, Volko my name is and Volko immediately sees who he is he says you're Arthur he bows to him a tear falls from his eye Um, I like that we sort of like immediately get a feel for who Volko is
1: yeah like this 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 loyalty to the throne and the rightful heir um, yeah which is very interesting
0: uh, and what I really love about the way that Ivan Reese draws this here is this is the first time Arthur is hearing about this, you know, um, uh, someone believing that he is the rightful heir to the throne of Atlantis. He doesn't take it, you know, very well. He's 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 he seems very unsure of himself. I don't know. Yeah. If, you know, I think it's very clear right from the out uh, right from the out that, like, he doesn't necessarily want this.
1: Yeah. Well, he's very much like, you know, I'm not anyone's king. I don't even think he realizes he his mother was was a queen. Uh, like, he doesn't even, he finds out that, you know, he doesn't even, he didn't even know his mother's name. Uh, mm-hmm. It's implied. Um, and that Volko, you know, was was the advisor to the throne uh, for pretty much all his life. Uh, they go inside because, you know, Atlantean guards might be watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: uh, he sort of tells him, the tells Arthur the backstory of, of how his, his mother and father met. Um, uh story we all know i think at this point uh father was human mother was atlantean so uh she was lost out at sea he found her um they fell in love little baby arthur came soon um but then we learn also that uh that she had uh, that she had a second son
1: after being uh, forced to marry an atlantean guard uh the captain of the atlantean guard he had a second, a second son your younger brother orm uh so, I didn't know that Orm was <laughs> that Arthur had a brother,
0: yeah. Um, especially I'm sure that was interesting because I, I drew attention to the name Orm when we covered, covered the others. Um, so, like, oh, shit that's that's who Orm is, right? Right. <laughs> um, so then, uh, so we learned also that his mother is dead. Um, Arthur asks who killed her, and um, and Volka says, I believe it was your br- uh, your brother, her own son. After her death, he became the king of Atlantis. Um, so we see further here like why volko believes that arthur is the rightful heir uh we see where he gets this fucking horrible necklace from um (laughs) gets it from volko there they go back down into the water and i love this here we we get a we get a uh a brief glimpse of well i say a brief glimpse it's a whole two pages um of it you have to turn the book
1: vertically to really
0: get uh it's so nice i love it
1: of atlantis um basically basically filling in the gaps to where where issue one of aquaman started um mm-hmm.
0: as well as hinting yeah, obviously to you know like up. we know like all the other stuff happened in between there um i i don't mean to say the other stuff i mean the others like the group the others all that other stuff happened yeah
1: because he was still wearing um, the atlantean jewelry uh yeah in those flashbacks mm-hmm. but that is the end of uh, issue zero um mm-hmm.
0: Move on to Aquaman number fourteen. With God, I love this cover. um It is weird though, that they they present Orm or Ocean Master in like full full uh, like on a, on the full cover here, and they don't actually show him at all on this issue. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> not
1: there in the issue. Um, who did this cover?
0: Was it? Uh, let's see the cover it is it was Reese.
1: It was Reese. Yeah, Ivan Re-
0: of course it was. Um, but the issue is not drawn by Ivan Reese. This is Pete Woods and Pierre Perez. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's an interesting other style. Um, honestly, kind of similar to Ivan Reese.
1: Kind of similar. Uh, and this is basically the prologue to the event. Um, yes.
0: Uh, so we open up here. We are in 1820. The Atlantic. Um, it's a pirate ship. Uh, they pull up an Atlantean. Um, they try after uh, harpooning
1: they try... him. Um, <laughs> and he he <laughs> looks okay. He looks kind of like edgy 90s Aquaman. A little bit, and I think that's definitely
0: on purpose. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, um, and and there's this idea him,
1: that that like was, he has gills behind his ears, um, yeah, and like this 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 captain, uh, you know, uh, had his eye taken, um, and he's just going to like just just murder this atlantean but then in a flash of lightning the ship is surrounded by other atlanteans uh Mm -hmm. presumably um while we then cut to the present day
0: or mdc bay and we see arthur again and just i don't know i know it was only for two issues but it's nice to see the orange suit again yes um just to get a brief scene here of him underwater, uh, we tease Orm here. Uh, we see like his silhouette. Um, he's talking to... Who's he talking to here? Did they ever say?
1: I'm not sure. Um, uh, but what's what's interesting is he's talking that some believe the boy born with purple eyes will bring about the end of Atlantis. Um, and Orm specifically calls that superstition that he will not tolerate violence against our own. Um, yes, from his first um, line, immediately setting him up as at least a caring enough ruler over his people, a um, little, little bit. he <laughs> he seems to care. Um, um,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I like this. I like this one line here. It says, um, "I take threat seriously. See that Garth has returned to his mother unharmed, and those that wished him harm unlo- uh, locked in the uh, in the wells for trial." Do you know who Garth is?
1: I, I'm fairly certain that's like. The original Aquaman, the origi- right? Uh,
0: the uh, or, uh, original Aqualad. Lad. Yeah, the Aqualad. original Aqualad. Yep, yeah. So that, that is a little, that's little, nice little Easter egg there. It's fun. Um, we then go over to, uh, let's see, uh, Belrave Prison in Louisiana. We catch up with Black Manta, who has been here some time now, it seems. Yes. Um, and we'll see Amanda Waller here. This Amanda one's Waller. actually Amanda Waller. After Jake. after two guards
1: are... are... <laughs> Very dumb of bringing Mantis'
0: helmet into the room with him, but Jacob, like Jacob, Jacob, this is actually Amanda Waller yeah. this time. Not on the first page. Well no! Yeah, no, no. I'm saying the then she comes in. This is actually yes. Amanda Waller this time. Okay. If, yes. If anyone's, if anyone's confused, listen to the Justice League episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, anyway, so yeah, so Amanda Waller comes in after Mantis um,
1: just massacres these guards. As you uh, do. As you do.
0: And, like,
1: like he, he drowns one of them in a toilet. As you uh, do. And Waller's just like, what, Waller's just done with their shit. Like, why, why the fuck would they... <laughs> why? Um, and it's this interesting... Uh, the, I imagine she's, like, trying to pull together a Suicide Squad um mm-hmm. yeah, recruiting yeah the, the for... idea is that
0: we're like getting more members for the suicide squad because suicide squad is already a thing obviously yeah. um, um it's
1: like oh, the answer is no agent waller I'm not dying for you I only die for Aquaman teasing that the revenge is still there like mm-hmm. that cycle is still a cycle of revenge um, and it's going to it's gonna keep you know cycling throughout um I'm guessing just the aquaman book because he really doesn't he doesn't really show up again, does he? In this, in this arc, uh,
0: no. Yeah, yeah It's pretty much it.
1: That's yeah, pretty much it. Which, it's nice closure. It's important closure.
0: Yeah, nice to have there. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so um, we have a nice meeting here between Arthur and Orm. Uh, again, just not showing him fully. I don't know why they choose not to show him fully. He's the cover, but whatever. Um, What's really interesting is that they
1: don't immediately set him up as evil king dictator who wants to see the world burn and just dreams of conquest
0: yeah uh, yeah it, it's 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 a surprisingly passive meeting between the two of them it only gets sort of antagonistic towards the end when arthur straight up says are you planning to attack the surface and orm says of course not um and i love that oh god i love that um yeah and
1: it's 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 a very the the, the art on that pay on that panel in particular is such like thick lines
0: mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's
1: yeah it's very thick and it, and it hits um but like it's it's and arthur believes him
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i find it because he's kind of right to actually believe him
0: yeah yeah because i mean we as we as Comic readers and as fans of these characters can easily say, "Oh, well, he's gonna fucking attack the surface, then, isn't he?" Um, but you know, like like when you consider the history that these characters actually have, they've never actually been aggressive towards one another. No, they else. haven't. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, but we see.
0: I go back to Volko. We see. Uh, we see Volko here in the present day, finally, which is very nice.
1: Uh, where he's gotten somehow even balder. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, someone rushes to him, and they find a dead Atlantean. A dead Atlantean. Yes. So Volko jumps into the water. We cut back to Orm and Arthur. Uh, Orm seems ca- genuinely kind of sto- sorry for his brother.
0: Um, mm-hmm. like, like, but Orm Orm definitely does carry an air of just you know thinking he's better than Arthur. This entire scene. You know, if nothing else, better... if, no- if nothing else in the way he's drawn and how he always keeps himself ahead of Arthur um, and, and never actually like looking at him directly throughout this particular part of the conversation. Yeah,
1: there's there's a lot of subtext kind of just involving that, like, I don't necessarily think it's jealousy. I think it's more kind of sadness that he lost. He's kind of in his mind has lost his brother mm-hmm. um, to the surface world, breathing, um, you know breathing that air pinned to the ground, how horrible it must have been.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, then you also feel that Orm thinks that if Arthur would were down in Atlantis with him, he's almost glad that he's away because there's no competition then for the throne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's an it's inter- interesting, like, inner conflict, I think, in, in Orm here that's portrayed really well.
1: Yeah. And we sort of get a, a closure to what happened with that ship that, you know, one by one, all the sailors were picked off. Um,
0: mm-hmm. which really just the whole purpose of this is just or or illustrating for Arthur, the might of Atlantis and saying, hey, if we are fucked with, we will fight back and it will not end well for the surface.
1: Yeah. And like the captain wanting to go down with his sh- with his ship. Um, and we see the skeleton of that captain. Um, <laughs> and sort of the final line is, um, I love you, brother, and I wish you nothing but happiness. Uh, of this <laughs> well, conversation, which is is dark, because then it's juxtaposed with someone going to the tr- the Mariana Trench and letting out the trench.
0: From, like, the fr- from the trench. <laughs> <laughs> from the trench. From How <laughs> many times can we say trench in one sentence? That is that is the question. That is the question. Um, but yeah, so the trencher back. I'm sure you're excited for that. Yes. Yes. Um, and also I think I guess the first time I'd read this, I'd I i had not caught onto it, but looking back at that issue now, now that we're actually talking about it out loud, it's very obvious who that is. Yeah. It is,
1: but <laughs> like, it's also like, just a good like, misdirect
0: yeah it is like, yeah um because it's it dec- showing that like orm immediately going away from arthur um did you catch on to it at all or no no okay gotcha all right, j- just so i know that i'm not alone because that feels really yeah. obvious now that we're talking about yeah, it now all. we're talking about it but yeah no <laughs> yeah that's that's really fucking obvious
1: <laughs> yeah um but now
0: the event it's can start it. proper Literally onto uh, the event, and only an hour into the episode. <laughs> yes, it's, this is what happens but, when you. Have... Mean, it's only five issues. It's not going to take yeah. that long realistically. Yeah, uh, it's a it's it's a very action heavy event. It's a very action heavy event. Uh, yeah. uh, but on to the Throne of Atlantis, chapter one, which is Justice League number fifty. Yeah, fifty. And, um, and Reese, and again, we got to talk about this cover because there's just. a a new member of the league added to the cover that's supposed to be there. Um, Hi, Shazam. So I believe starting in this issue uh, and ran until like the mid twenties of issues, plus the zero issue. um, There were backup stories at the back of each issue of justice league that Jeff Johns was writing, redo retooling the origin of uh, Billy Batson, AKA Shazam uh, having a fight against Dr. Savannah and black Adam and setting up the whole Shazam family and literally, if you read it and watch the Shazam movie side by side, it's the exact same story minus Black Adam in the movie.
1: Ah, see, yeah, I I was kind of interested because it's like, oh, is Shazam gonna be in this? Yeah, and then it's, he wasn't. It's
0: it's kind of misleading. It's yeah, <laughs>
1: um, also, really, really, it makes it even really more Shazam- misleading.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, the next big event in Justice League is Trinity War. Um, so really, it's setting him up to to come into play there. Um, so setting him up sort of alongside the other magic characters we've been setting up in, at the end of our last couple volumes of Justice League. So like Phantom Stranger and Pandora um, setting him up, uh, up alongside those characters. Yeah. So
1: what makes this cover interesting is that originally the Justice League version of the trade had this
0: cover. Yeah, it's weird. I've. I, I don't know why I never knew the Justice League version yeah. of the trade had this cover. Like, but man, you could see why they changed it because Shazam is nowhere to be seen yeah. in the actual and it look, content of it this makes book. It, it
1: makes it look like Shazam is the headliner.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's not. Yeah. Um, he's yeah, not even been, here. He's not even here. Like at all. Yeah, he's not. In, well, I uh, mean, he's 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 here later for like a panel. And that's it. Yeah. Um, which is honestly a shame because. Yeah
0: because because we love shazam we really we do. do oh we I, do. I don't know i don't know if you do i imagine i mean i at least love sean astin as shazam sean astin is great sean yes i, sean I forgot you have actually had sean astin exposure yes um and i love uh zachary leeway in the movie he's brilliant um but yeah anyway uh on to throne of atlantis uh some great opening panels here by, and ivan this Reese. is ivan
1: Reese art.
0: And just uh, oh, we like we really haven't been gone for gone from it for that long. But God, it, I missed it.
1: <laughs> you miss it. it. It goes. It's art that goes hard. Yeah, um, yeah. And we see, you know, missile tests, missile tests, and well, they're not even missile tests. Yeah, they're missile tests, but they just suddenly deploy. Mm-hmm. It like it like. The U.S. Marines are like, okay, wait, what? Like, well, the tests are? What for? Scheduled for forty minutes, but then it's like, what is it? What's wrong? The countdown was just initiated, and the coordinates of the missiles have been changed, sir. Um, yeah. And they just detonate near the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um, and you see a. I think this is just a guard.
0: Yeah, it's just a guard like riding, riding a
1: seahorse. Sea which. Fuck okay, yeah. <laughs> I know people say that that image is dumb and campy, but it's a cool image, especially no, the it's way it's badass.
0: And 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 fucking and and also people riding seahorses are is it like it's just badass. Uh, Jason will approve this in the movie that you watched. Yes, like yes, it's a great it's a great moment.
1: Like, <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, we go to uh the uh the Kent Farm, which is how's Clark staying here? Don't don't people other people own this now? Uh,
1: I don't know. It's a That's, very good question,
0: huh? Anyway, we see uh, Clark uh, getting de- dressed, de supermaning, and becoming Clark Kent. Uh, he hands Diana a pair of glasses, kind of in the whole to, to to which she has the appropriate response: "You have to be kidding me!" Um, and uh, so, so he here's says, the uh, thing. Here's actually the thing. I don't think I've had a chance
1: to actually talk about this on the podcast. So I wear glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do not recognize. Sometimes do not recognize me without my glasses, like. I have had it happen, and like it is a thing. Um, it's it it only doesn't work when you're known really well. Um, yeah. yeah, like yeah. it's a thing that works.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, over in the watchtower, uh, we see Silas again, who we haven't seen in quite some time. Still um, an asshole. Still yeah, just, just yeah, just still an is asshole,
1: a dick. But... Um, yeah. And there's this great idea. Th- he he. It seems like he's he's trying to make amends, but doesn't understand exactly. Like, I don't think he's realized how much of the problem he actually is yet. Like, you also
0: can't you also can't help but think here that like Silas only has this new invested interest in Victor because he's a cyborg.
1: Because he's a cyborg, he's, yeah. he's He's now you know Silas has gotten Victor to be his project, yeah. Uh,
0: Which, oh God. And there's this whole
1: idea of, you know, uh, you know, Silas offering to replace the one lung he has left. Um, And, you know, uh, and this whole idea that, you know, oh, you would still be yourself and still be human, but, like, again, seeding that conflict of man versus machine and that theme Mm -hmm. of identity still there, even though uh, Cyborg as a character is kind of sidelined for a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, It's nice to to
0: see these moments, though.
1: It's nice to see these moments, yeah. Um, Mm. Meanwhile, Batman is chasing... uh, Not
0: penguin goons, but scarecrow goons. Scarecrow goons. goons. Which is interesting. See, they're (laughs) dressed as crows. Uh Uh Aha. 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 So, um,
1: obviously, I was from the... We covered stuff with Scarecrow. (laughs)
0: As far back as our
1: very first episode. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I like... uh, I like that then you have, you know, Aquaman beating up the goons and bursting in.
0: Um, yeah. And again, dick measuring contest. Dick measuring half of their half
1: half of their dynamic is just a dick measuring contest.
0: Um, which I do love that like of all the people, you know, like, like Batman's the fucking, you know, Giga Chad here, but Arthur is <laughs> but Arthur is like, you know, the one that John's has chosen to pit against him directly.
1: Yeah. 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 And you know, Aquaman that. has a point. Like he kind of has had a point about possibly being the leader considering he's a king um technically uh yeah but yeah you have the cops making fun of Aquaman um you know we we basically this is there's basically just a bunch of recap about you know if you missed the trench the Here trench okay like,
0: and it, and it helps those that that are only reading Justice League you know yeah basic. Here's what the trench are. Let's recap the trench and the others, whatever. And meanwhile, here's Mara just being fucking awesome again,
1: being awesome. I hope no one's hurt. Gentlemen. (laughs)
0: Uh. (laughs) I love it. Oh, I love it. So good. Um, genuinely just one of my favorite DC characters. She's so great. And there's Uh, this
1: idea that she's been following fish that are just swimming away. Uh, something is scaring the fish. Um, and you know we we learn this is where Arthur can learn about uh, learn about what ha- about the USS Maybes which is the uh, sub the the the, uh, the the carrier from the beginning of the issue which you know uh, acts may or may not have accidentally attacked Atlantis, mm-hmm. uh, and like we end this little scene with wa- the water just rising, uh, which is then smash cut to Superman and Wonder Woman on a date.
0: And I just I don't know. I, it's a very cute dynamic here. I really love it. She's just like Clark. This actually works like right, with the glasses. It's like, like it's it's so great. Um, now is this he, the scene? That, oh yeah, this is the scene they do in the animated movie, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, they he, kind he,
1: of extended a little bit. Yeah. To add Lois Lane to as a character. Add <laughs> Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you get the feeling though that that Diana really doesn't have a civilian identity. Like mm-hmm. she's just Wonder Woman.
0: Well, yeah, we see that even way back in Origin. Yeah. Um, you know, she just comes in swinging. She's fucking Wonder Woman, you know? there There's no other identity there. And it's nice to see that here. Like, if nothing else comes of, comes of this relationship, like, Clark makes Diana more human. It's, more it's human. Cool. Or
1: at least able to have her own life and secrets, which is nice. But the power goes out because uh, water...
0: Because water. Water and ships crashing everywhere and, and a giant lightning. fucking tidal wave coming toward the city.
1: Uh, and you know, they rush into action because superheroes. And here we have, we also have a page of Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jimmy getting shot, getting shots while, while Lois calls him insane. Um, and okay. It was like Superman and I feel like uh, I read that like she was kind of annoyed that Superman maybe anyone? a little jealous.
0: Maybe, yeah, I think maybe a little bit, maybe a little, a little, um, little bit. Um, but they also catch an
1: aircraft carrier.
0: Yeah. And that's just that's just cool. I love that.
1: <laughs> I, I was also reading Lois's lines with Dana Delaney's voice.
0: Yes, because Dana De- and now, you know, Dana Delaney. Imagine if you were reading all of Death of Superman with Dana Delaney's voice. Imagine. <laughs> it, you know, you know it kind of does,
1: but it would have to be a Dane Delaney who knows, a Dane Delaney who Lois who knows who, who Superman is. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, like they're trying to get to the high ground. You know, I I love when whenever this book does these panels where you have like one main shot and then just like all the squares at the bottom like this.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's very nice, especially uh, on a spread like this.
1: Yeah, there's, you know, this terrifying. Like, oh, we can't save everyone, which is scary. Um, and. Uh, Volko saves Lois.
0: Um,
1: uh, before passing out. Um, I forget
0: before you read this, I had told you that Willem Dafoe played Volko. Right? Yes, yes. Okay. Because I'd seen this and he was in the Snyder Cut. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. OK, so I just have to know, were you reading Volko as Willem Dafoe? Yes. But yes, that, I'm that's so just because,
1: to... like, when you have a voice of Willem Dafoe, like, I, I don't care. When we read Spider-Man, I'm going to read Green Goblin in the voice of Willem Dafoe. I also it's... just love...
0: Well, especially on a line like, I have you, human. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You can <laughs> like, imagine I... <laughs> that coming out of Willem Dafoe's mouth. Yeah. yeah, like, even if he looks nothing like the character, just the voice is there. Just, just the voice is there.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he... <laughs> He's out, He he's, he's passed out trying to find Arthur, um, and Arthur realizes they're following Atlantean war plans. How do you know that? Because, because I wrote, wrote them. them.
0: And we get a, a brilliant full page of Orm at the end here. I forget, like, did you know Orm was anything other than Orm, or did you know? Ocean I Ma- didn't know the
1: only Aquaman character I knew was Black Manta.
0: Okay, so is you had, you never heard the name Motion Master before? Nope oh okay that's interesting so, like this is all new
1: to me which is great also i love the design of the costume oh yeah it's like, brilliant y- you know comic books don't always do use the color purple
0: yeah but yeah. they should
1: they it's should a great color especially
0: for villains especially yes for villains. um and i gotta say that, I, I don't know i just love how colorful it is it's one of my favorite things about james wan movie is just like how unashamedly colorful it is oh yeah that
1: movie was very colorful yeah.
0: yeah. It's it's very in, 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 a, in a world of Dark Knights and Man of Steels, you know? Yeah. Um, and I do love those movies, of course, but you know, just something like Aquaman is, is is a very welcome addition to the to the uh selection of superhero movies. Yeah. Uh anyway, on to Aquaman number fifteen, which is throne of Atlantis chapter two. Uh this is drawn by Paul Pelletier. Yeah. Um uh ah. we see a Gotham City flooding here and uh Jim Gordon drowning, which is no such so a fucking Jim game. Gordon um, and Harvey Bullock drowning, and Arthur Curry saves them. And saves I'm just so both. happy that that's the scene Uh-oh. that happened. <laughs> okay, I
1: love love how 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 Bullock is just like, what the hell just happened? Yep. Um, all and, and happen, again, this Fuck great character moment for 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 Bruce Barbara's safe Jim mm-hmm. like. In three line in in three words yeah so much character
0: um, yep and i just love this here um you see, like like batman does what he can for for you know for the people that that are being saved aquaman and mira here are doing so much work and just god i just i, just, I know i mentioned this every time she's on the page but i love mira so much like um, well actually i i, I do want to say i love all of bullock's dialogue in his
1: short yes. scene yeah. it's like atlantis i thought that was just a gimmick mad hatter right from wonderland is he
0: <laughs> so good oh my god i love uh, yeah Mira's
1: back. being a badass you know they're saving people again Still, still pulling the we need to you know make sure everyone knows that aquaman is not a joke yeah uh, yeah like he's he is he is a full character with Yes, yeah. full
0: which which we have done successfully at this point but just in case you forgot you know
1: there's also this nice bit of vulnerability from mira when she and arthur are alone it's like you know i tried to push what i could but i could feel them in the water as i moved it arthur which is mm-hmm. a terrifying image like
0: she oh god the bot like the, she could feel the bodies in there um just how many people are already taken by this disaster um they go to find Volko, uh, or sorry, Superman finds Volko. Um, I also like that little look at just Atlantean organs. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's just really interesting. It's
1: it's what I find interesting is that when you have like like fantasy humans that are humans but not really humans, you 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 you, you never really get the sense that they're any different from humans. But like here, you do, and
0: it's it's yeah, such a nice touch. Yeah, we 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 tend to take the fact that someone is humanoid to to mean that, like, you know, their insides are humanoid as well. Well, Again, back on Doctor Who for a second, it's what makes, you know, the Doctor interesting is that, like, you know, his insides are not the same as a human. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's it's it's, really It's it's, it's little
1: touches like that, like, like this is clearly an idea of, like, let's alter the respiratory system to work underwater as well as above water. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's it's all a thing. Uh, Clark tries, Clark tries to calm him down uh, by pinning him
0: down, and he gets punched. Um. And again, also something that isn't touched on often: Atlanteans are just as strong as Superman. Yeah, um, yeah. we had th- we had this exemplified by Arthur in the trench and the others, but also here, someone like Volko obviously isn't as physically fit as Arthur, uh, but still carries that same strength because he's an Atlantean.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's this great little moment, um, uh, and you know, folks like you know, if, if if he were still king, they never would have done this. Uh, uh, and then we, you know, cut cut to Arthur and
0: Bruce. Uh, it's nice to see them actually like find some common ground here. you um, feel like they're actually like loving with each other, not just like trying to like one up a- a- the other the whole time.
1: Yeah, it's this great. It, and Bruce doesn't really like judge him poorly for the fact that like he wrote these plans, mm-hmm. Um because we find um, out that- there is
0: this there is this really nice moment though where Bruce calls the Atlanteans his people, and Arthur says they are not my people. Um, it's it's just a nice little moment for him, and then and then it's like silent for that moment where you get that like panel without Cause, dialogue. Because
1: again, he's be- Arthur is still an outsider, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that has been the theme of the Johns run on Aquaman. Is that Arthur is an outsider.
0: He doesn't uh, truly belong anywhere.
1: Yeah. Um And again, there's this uh there's this great idea of him going back after um you know, you know, going before before the Justice League was was formed, being, again, in that sort of angry state of mind. And he builds these war plans of full frontal water attacks, and then they're going to sink a city with, like, their actual forces, whatever's been hit the most. It's chilling, and you can see where Arthur was, like, in terms of his mindset. Yeah. I Um... think that's just...
0: Also, also, nice little reminder because this is an Aquaman issue, um, and it's and Justice League crossover. We need to tell the Aquaman readers what's happening in Justice League, so we give a brief rundown of origin here, where we talk about how the league was first formed with Darkseid here and everything. Yes, uh, and just a cool little look into like, because like you've never read comics like in real time, like as they've come out. Uh, just a cool little insight into like how these sort of crossovers work.
1: Yeah, especially because well, they wouldn't have necessarily even probably collected Origin yet, like in a trade.
0: Uh, uh, maybe the hardcover edition was like maybe just coming out.
1: OK, so 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 like it was either you had read it or you were trying to hunt for like back issues.
0: Yeah, uh, which with number ones and like f- for the first five issues of any given series is hell. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, if like a new Batman number one comes out, you know, the the day after it's out, it's already like going for a hundred dollars on eBay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's miserable. Anyway. uh, All right. Yeah. So uh, their ship is attacked then. Uh, The bat boat is attacked. (laughs) (laughs) The bat boat. Um. They have to jump out. Uh, we go over to Steven Shin, which I'm so happy about. Um, Stephen Shin, we learn, is on the hit list of, uh, of people like that, that. Like Arthur wrote, at the plans to attack and to like take down these important figures who because knew about Atlantis. Because he knew about
1: Atlantis, yeah. Which is, yeah. is fascinating. Um,
0: mm-hmm. But we didn't learn. Uh, see, we didn't learn that uh, Volko made his way up to the watchtower. Um, wants to talk to Arthur, so Arthur and Batman make their way up there. Um, nice to see the league all together. Though where flashes during all this, I have no clue.
1: That's a that is that is a good question. But what's what's interesting is that in in this discussion, it's Volker reveals you know he knows it was an accident, uh, mm-hmm. which you just kind of assume the league must have must have mentioned it, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or like he must have overheard it. Um, yeah, I you know it's like it's like someone wanted to start this. I just don't know who uh, is stated as we, you know, see if the trench rising from the mid-Atlantic, which mm-hmm. is terrifying imagery. Um, and
0: tra- and translated scribblings reading, we are free. We are free. <clears throat>
1: um, but yeah, um, the, we get a good planning session where... Uh, yeah. At least our, our main four heroes get a, a page to shine or so. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: This this great, like, you know, uh, everyone's basically like, you know, we need to bring your brother to answer for this. Um, and Arthur's been like, you know, it's, it's more complicated than that. He's not a supervillain. He's the leader of an underwater nation, which I like that aspect like mm-hmm. a lot. Like he's not yeah. treated as megalomaniacal villain um Mm -hmm. it it gives something different it makes the story arc stand out that the villain Mm -hmm. the villain isn't evil really
0: yeah like yeah definitely
1: like morally questionable has is is a racist yes but it's not like a megalomaniacal (laughs) villain who wants to you know blow up the world
0: uh is is racist in the same way that Roz Forrester is racist. Yeah, um, another is, Doctor
1: Who reference this time uh, even. We're, we're,
0: we're on a roll. May as well keep going. May as well, May keep, as well going. keep going. That's the second McCoy era reference specifically. It's... <laughs> I
1: mean Yeah. I mean yeah. it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but uh you have this great thing where you know, uh, you have to give me a chance to bring my brother in peacefully. And Bruce immediately responds, you have it. Again, despite all the dick measuring, there is a lot of respect between these two men.
0: Yeah, there's this camaraderie um, between the two of them that I think is portrayed really interestingly. Great. Uh, um. So, uh, so, our, uh, so Orm comes up out of the water. Says, "Where is your king?" I love this. Um, <clears throat> uh,
1: and and, and we're, in, we're in Boston. Um. He, I, I love the shot of him rising. It's and it's it's just like the, the, just these two husband and wife i'm guessing like just 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 fishing they were just probably fishing when it happened
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like I, I i am speaking your language correctly am i not
0: yeah um, it's uh does so, so he get like a nice little like funny moment in there too it's nice <clears throat> yeah um but arthur you know, comes up to uh to confront him then um, and he's he's convinced arthur is the is
1: king arthur your ruler human
0: mm-hmm. and he's also
1: kind of fascinated by the biology of like you Breathe, they breathe through these tiny holes or they don't breathe at all. Yeah. Um, and Arthur confronts him. It's like... Um, again, the very interesting thing, like, Arthur's like, you know, I'm not their king. Um, it's like, if you aren't ruling them, what are you doing up here? Where's the Atlantean army just beneath the surface waiting for my signal? Um, and again, it's this whole idea of like, Arthur trying to convince his brother that no, it was an accident. Um, you know, it's like the world doesn't even think Atlantis exists um you know begging begging him to just send the atlanteans home uh and you know orm's like no boston will be a cautionary tale uh
0: uh which is just a great line out of context yeah (laughs) boston will be a cautionary tale um (laughs) and Um, this yeah so uh yeah so then the uh justice league arrives they have uh, uh, main,
1: mainly mainly the trinity boom tubes down um mm. and it's like you know it's Orm's was like are these three
0: your rulers arthur says no you need, uh, you need to give me more time so Ryan says we're already tracking atlanteans moving into either side of the city aquaman there is no more time uh your brother's coming with us arthur says i'm sorry but you forced my hand Arthur puts Batman into a chokehold and we go into Justice League number 16, Throne of Atlantis, chapter three drawn back by Ivan, by Ivan Reese. Uh, We're up at the watchtower. We are up at the watchtower. Um, Volko is remembering uh, Arthur's backstory recounting it to Cyborg. Once again, just giving it for the non Aquaman readers of Justice League. Um
1: And, you know, Cyborg uses this opportunity to boom tube down and save Dr. Shin. um, uh, Basically, before being attacked by Atlanteans. While Arthur is going to attack Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Like, like you feel the tension. Mm -hmm. And it all eventually kicks off. Um, Orm is just like, you know, it's like, are you the king? Are you the king? Someone give me a king. <laughs> Monarchy is the only form of government I respect.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's really, really fun. Um, it, it, it's, it's funny, but also like, like you know, it's it's an interesting look at the way Orm thinks.
1: Um, but Bruce just, you know, blows up his face using potassium. Um, makes sense. Which, which is, Yeah yeah um and we have just some some great action
0: mm-hmm. um, that's mostly what the scene is actually um, and some great
1: just basically parallels for all four of the characters um uh,
0: mm-hmm. you know this it's whole nice idea see, it's nice to see a lot of them interacting with each other my favorite here is definitely uh batman and orm i love this Shit. um but uh, yeah, so, uh, so, 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 so again, we're mostly just at a standstill here, uh, get a nice little action set piece. Wonder Woman grabs Orm, says, I don't want to hurt you, surrender now. Orm says, they hate us, you see, but we are done fearing the surface. We are done living in terror. It is time for war. And uh, this giant Atlantean army raises out of the waters. Um, so, so cool to see. Um, Cyborg a, is nearly
1: overwhelmed with Dr. Shin. Um, yep. You know, and he just like he boom tubes away, uh, gets him up take to the watch. Shin,
0: take Shin with him, yeah. obviously. Um, <clears throat> now we have the fight continuing here uh, over in Boston. Uh, Arthur and Orm are officially enemies now, which I like. like I like again. I really like how just this tension rose between the two of them, and now they're officially fighting.
1: Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's this, this. It's this. You know, it's like you know. Arthur's also just cut off from the sea life, um, whereas Orm can use the sea itself. Uh, like he does a whole like um, like water tornado thing to to mm-hmm. to capture uh, to basically uh, just capture Diana. Uh, mm-hmm. Clark comes in to save her, and he pulls a Superman. Um, I. I What's interesting is that, like, they have all of it, the highlights on his costume, like, lighting up with his eyes. Yeah,
0: yeah it's interesting. I don't know.
1: It's an interesting it's, design choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, Probably just more an aesthetic thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, rather than, like, an actual, like,
0: function of the suit.
1: Uh, and Orm, Orm lets out that, you know, my crown controls the ocean, my trident the storms...
0: uh. Which so he bring, brings a storm down onto them. Uh, th- this lightning uh, rains down from above, uh, literally attacks Diana and, Su- uh, and Ar- uh, Diana and Clark, I was about to say Diana and Arthur. Um, and uh, and Orm seems to have them all in, in his grasp. Meanwhile, back up at, uh, back up at the Watchtower, we have Cyborg Shin and Volko here. We see to that uh, notes. Yeah, um, but also something, something like that. I think that I think I remember when I first read this uh, at the back of my mind was constantly that yeah, Volko hates Shin like like no doubt about it like he has to. Yeah, I don't
1: like, know if that she... was
0: going through like your head at all, but like you know you, you could feel that tension there despite it not actually illustrated in the book. Yeah, it's there
1: mainly because like one Volko doesn't even acknowledge Shin's presence. Yeah, like, it's it's very much like. You know, just acknowledge Cyborg. Acknowledge that, you know, Victor Stone is there. Um, mm-hmm. And you see you see Arthur going down before um, before we then cut over to Star Labs. Where mm-hmm. Cyborg gets his one big moment in this big thing that I really like. And when we talk about the movie, we have to talk about how they adapted this. Because, oh boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um but yeah so uh we we get a great moment here between uh uh between Silas and his son um Vic, Vic well, accepts the upgrade here Let's do it his and, dad and
1: almost tries to talk him out of it
0: because mm-hmm. is... you can tell that Vic is doing this impulsively Yeah that but it needs to be done keep... the, but it needs to be done in this moment it's 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 interesting um but also what we do here is uh, we start to call in reinfor- reinforcements from they uh, from more, Cyborg.
1: They they need more time, and you have bringing in a bunch of characters, some of whom I know. Some so of let's whom... uh,
0: let's let's do a quick rundown. So obviously, you know Green Arrow. We talked about him. him. Um, uh, I know Shazam.
1: We've talked about him two episodes ago. Uh,
0: let's see, Zatanna. I know you know from the animated series. <laughs> the animated series. Uh, uh, Element Woman, I, you do know. I do technically
1: uh, tech from Sandman.
0: Yep. Yes. I yep. Mean.
1: Though. Revi- obviously revived here. Cause she was a bit. Um...
0: <laughs> she, she, was a, she was a dead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> she was yeah. just a little bit dead.
0: Killed, killed by the sun God and all that. Um, <laughs> uh, Black Lightning. Do you know, black lightning. I don't
1: on? know, but I know that he has a show.
0: Okay. Yes, he does. Um, Let's uh, see. Vixen. Anything about Vixen? Vixen.
1: I vaguely knew had like a web series. Um, that I uh, Yeah. Watched.
0: That was also tied into the CW stuff somehow. Yep.
1: Uh, Black Canary and Firestorm, I both knew from
0: Arrow and the Flash. Yep. Uh, Uh, Hawkman also was on the CD. You know, this is just a CW cast. Basically. (laughs) This Uh, is it, minus like three characters. Um, Yeah, and then uh, Gold Rush, even I'm not terribly familiar with. So I don't know. Uh, And Hawkman, I I think we mentioned that already. Yeah, yeah, they say, welcome to the Justice League. And then they're going to barely show up in the event. Yeah, which was kind of a letdown. yeah but but also it's another one of those things where you're like okay clearly we're just setting up for trinity war again here so like okay i get it but also give him a little something like again give shazam
1: something you put him on the cover of like he has the
0: back of stories jacob they're just not collected here damn it yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway Um, on to aquaman number 16 uh throne of atlantis chapter four uh we're back to Paul uh Paul Paul Pelletti. I fucking hate saying that name. I don't know why. Um but we're doing strange. this upgrade. We're back in the red room, back at Star Labs, back from uh, origin. Uh we're keeping up with the fight down on the surface, down in Boston, from the Watchtower.
1: Uh, uh we but, see yeah. this tension
0: sort of rise between Volko and Shin here, which uh, uh what's also interesting
1: now. is that Cyborg has to be taken offline for the operation.
0: Which mm. ooh, which is why we need those reinforcements.
1: Yeah, but like I, it's again, it's such a good moment, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And while he's out dormant, he is trying to basically rebuild the corrupted file of like to see what triggered the missiles that started all of this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I lo- I kind of like is that it doesn't, it doesn't entirely seem to be doing you know because you, you see the just like fighting each other immediately after this. Mm-hmm. John's doesn't necessarily play into like let's ruin all the trust of the Justice League.
0: Really. Yeah, yeah, it, it's still like there's still a team dynamic there. Just that Mo, because Arthur's loyalties are have always been sort of divided.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's been a division, but yeah, you have that real tension between Shit and Volko. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, with all of you know, Orm's given them a death sentence. Um... Because, you know, he's we go into
0: the dark waters.
1: And you have Arthur breaking out of it's it's a pod. And I think it's it's meant to be made of the trenches uh, saliva.
0: Um, yeah, the same was that they were trapping people in back in the trench. Um, uh, yeah, all, all the league is trapped down here again, except for Flash. I honestly have no clue why he's excluded from this event. Yeah, he's really not here, which is weird. Um yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, th- there was probably something going on at the time that they couldn't have him here.
1: Yeah. Maybe something, I, something
0: I, in the flashbook. I can't think of what it was. Cause I've read most of that run. <sighs> Or maybe John's just didn't want to clutter things too much. Maybe. It's I mean, we already complimented the fact that like, you know, it is more focused in the league member than yeah. it, that it includes here. But Which then is... totally contradicted because we have a fucking two-page spread featuring the reinforcements that Cyborg called in. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Well before uh, that, before that we have this great well this, this great moment again between Arthur and Bruce. Um, you know, like Bruce, you know, the my suit can handle extreme pressures. It's like, how deep are we? Bottom of the ocean, maybe further. I'm gonna gather a bioluminescent fish I can to light up the area. We need to light to see where we are. Um, and you know, as, as Arthur's trying to basically prepare to let them out, he's attacked by the trench. Um, and like the idea is that the trench are gonna be
0: swarming. Uh, and Arthur is the only one free so far to fight them off. Yes. Um, but meanwhile, like I said, our reinforcements are fighting off the Atlanteans and a great Orm. two
1: page, a great two page spread. Um,
0: and we get another page of a couple panels of these heroes fighting off everyone. which um, uh, you get
1: I will say Johns does a good job of at least giving them a little characterization. Oh, yeah. Like, and like
0: and like if you're totally unfamiliar with these characters, you get like a decent. You get like a little sample platter of their personalities. You get the, I mean, the the title of Hawkman's solo series during the New Fifty Two was the Savage Hawkman, so they really leaned into like his warrior side. Um, you see the talking back and forth between the Firestorm personalities. Yes. Um, you have Vixen and Black Canary working together here. It's it's nice to see, like like I said, it's a sample platter of their personalities. Um, but that's it. You know, that's it. It it really doesn't do. It really doesn't do much. It's another example of
1: hey. We have other books. Go read these yeah. other books. And again, we, we, we said in the Justice League episode, I'm not always the biggest fan of that because it's like.
0: But again, also, but 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 also you've never done the comic experience. Yes. Again, reading stuff again. as it comes out. Yeah. Which I which I have been doing for so much so. of my life. Like, you know, stuff like that. I'm I'm so used to, I guess. Yes. Um But uh, Orm comes out uh, to take people on himself. I love, love, love this next scene here where uh, where Victor is dreaming. Yeah, uh, it is. It is a
1: brilliant. It it is like the best bit of Victor Stone. In there this. are a
0: lot of great moments like this that uh, that Marv Wolfman does in the Teen Titans stuff. Um where oh. uh, like like Johns is very much channeling some Wolfman here. Um, yeah, it's it's very very cool. Um, so you have I this. I love bit, just uh, the, the image of the
1: empty armor telling him it's time to wake up,
0: and yeah, just that and face just says, "Please, no, please, just a little long," and he's back, back on online. The Oh man, that hurts. Uh, Mira is finally yeah, well, back. It, it, hurts it, it hurts
1: even more because it hurts even more because it's like the ox. Your system will supply the oxygen to your brain. The brain needs now. You can survive in water or in space. Nothing can hurt you. And he just says, "Yeah," because he's oh, he's no longer oh, breathing. Oh
0: my god! Which is just, oh, that hurts. It hurts. Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway. He um, goes
1: with Mira because they found Batman. Batman was able to send a beacon.
0: Um, Arthur is again, still fighting off the trench and keeping. Luckily, his he safe got. He,
1: luckily, I think. I think the implication is he's close to getting Bruce out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Bruce is the priority. Like he's the first one you want to get out. I love that. <laughs> yeah, because Bruce is the smart
1: one and the one that he respects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, despite um, the fact that, like, Bruce would probably get eaten alive by these guys. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, would,
1: Bruce is the one with no powers. Like, yeah, <laughs> like get Clark or Diana out because they could at least help you fight in an yeah, underwater uh, environment, probably. Um,
0: but but meanwhile, uh, uh, Vic and Mira come in here and they uh they uh, they fight off the trench themselves. Uh, we get uh, we, again, we start releasing everyone else from the pods.
1: Again, Mira is a badass. Uh, yeah,
0: she's just God, I love her. Um Uh, But anyway, yeah. So uh, they start to free everyone from the pods. Um, We're back on the surface. Uh, We're starting to go back up to the surface. However, the trench are now joining us on the surface.
1: Another great spread of the trench joining
0: because because oh wait no I was I was about to say because Ivan Rees but no not Ivan Rees not Ivan Rees but still a great spread Uh, yeah great great spread
1: Um, and it's this great idea that you know Orm. It, Arthur thinks Orm's controlling them, and immediately find out what creatures are these.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trench come out. We have to find out, like, like why they're coming. Well, like, why they're even involved in this to begin with? Because we find out that Orm does not know what these even are. I'm interested like, like, they don't even imply that Orm knows. Has even like heard of the Trench? Though.
1: Yeah, my brain was like, oh, so, so it's it's not him. I'm like, then my friend's like, wait, who could it be? And immediately on the next page,
0: Volko snaps on Shin, uh, beats the piss out of him. Uh, let's see. And uh, when he left Atlantis, they turned against me. Uh, they sent me into exile. They will regret it. Uh, Volko picks up the uh, the scepter here from the others, and Shin is bleeding on the ground. Volker is sort of like the background villain now of this, and yeah. I don't know, I was, I
1: was curious how you felt about this. I I wasn't expecting it, uh, partially because— Do, you, do was, you think it's good, though? Oh, I think it's good. It's a great twist, partially because I was expecting, you know, because of his appearance in Justice League—
0: um, I think it's interesting how essential the zero issue is for this for this twist to work because I think the, the zero issue is what makes you love Volko like oh yeah it, it, makes, 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 it him makes, a, makes him a really sympathetic character it makes him sympathetic you, you just see who he is and he's like oh he's so nice um, mm-hmm. but even then when we get into this last issue then we see that Volko's intentions aren't entirely evil either he just happens to be doing what he does maliciously yeah
1: like he wants Arthur to be king And ultimately, he kind of gets what he wants, Um, which is a very interesting twist. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: But But, uh, but we're now on the last issue of Throne of Atlantis, Uh, Justice League number 17 with the best cover. Like, God, I love this one with Orm holding uh, like a a piece of all the Justice League here as he has the trident. Like, oh, so batarang Uh, Superman's cape. Yeah. the uh, cyborg helmet piece, the trident, the lasso.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. So that's also that's also just cyborg stuff that's floating in the water. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the feathers are. Um, no. No.
1: No. That's, that, that's... oh. Oh. It, it looks like a feather. That, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's... I thought it was a feather. term like, who's who's got a hawkman? Hawkman.
0: But <laughs> I he... highlight him, <laughs> highlight him
1: who has had yeah. nothing really. I well, I mean, yeah, small appearance, but like really nothing. Yeah.
0: Um, this last issue is, is both Ivan Reese and Paul Pelletier. Um, so nice to see them working together on this one. Um, but Volko has gotten away. Uh, the J- Justice League is checking up on Shin. Nice to see that Shin's at least still around.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's alive.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, and the idea
1: is that he's teleported away.
0: Yeah. Um, um great spread here next with um with you know all of our reinforcements with the Atlanteans and I think are the trench featured here too or no? No. Uh, no. Still so, yeah, still just the Atlanteans, but Orm is there at the middle, and I love that.
1: Yeah, just sort of at the middle um of all the chaos. And he was basically informed, you know, that the, the flesh eaters have left their trench. Um and Orm Orm is
0: i forget do they call him ocean master at all in this i or do they don't... do they do, they do it towards the end maybe i don't think so i know they do it in the aquaman film like uh, i feel like johns wouldn't pass up the opportunity to call him ocean master at some point
1: i don't know weird
0: interesting anyway uh but yeah so Orm is surrounded um uh, Justice League comes through. Then they boom tube in. Um, it's all six of them now. Which, by the way, Mira looks so right here with this Justice League lineup. Yeah. can she just be a fucking? Can she just be a leaguer, please? You know, it's surprising God.
1: that she isn't.
0: And uh, I know... she, de- I will say, she does become a leaguer in in Rebirth.
1: Oh, ooh, ooh. yeah, that'll yep. be fun if when we if we cover Rebirth. So. Yes. Um, so, uh, but yeah. but yeah, like it's it's kind of interesting because I know like part of the things was part of like the complaints of the new 52 was not championing diversity and like Mira could be a leaguer there like
0: oh Mira could still so be a leaguer she she's one of the stars as a blackest night like jeff johns loves this fucking character oh good because um, she's a great character yeah yeah i i just oh i love her um i know i mentioned it every time she's on the fucking page um <laughs> we are, uh, moving we are on. at we are at
1: essentially the climax
0: yes uh, uh a nice big uh, action sequence here. It's not much more beyond that. It's a big there's, fight scene. There's the great explanation. It's very nice. It was
1: also nice that very... Orm is listening to Arthur still. You know, it's like part of me is thankful <laughs> to see you alive, but I have a duty as king to destroy the enemies of Atlantis, and you are now one of those enemies. It wasn't a human that fired those missiles into Atlantis. Volco Volko is behind all of this.
0: I uh, love that. Like 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 Volko isn't even necessarily a villain though either. I, I love the way this is portrayed. We'll um, we'll get into that in a bit though yeah. with uh, Volka's actual motivations.
1: Orm thinks it's a lie. You know, stop treating me like a fool. Uh, and Volka is still like, "Come on, Arthur. You know, be be a king. Do it. Um, k- kill your. Br-. He's basically edging Arthur, aching Arthur, on to kill his brother. um, Like that's the vibe that I got. Hmm. Um because like the action builds and like Arthur is still kind of holding back like
0: Mm -hmm. also wow I forgot about this we get a brief appearance of the atom here (laughs) we do yeah yeah (laughs) that's really funny huh I I reread this book just like a week ago and I forgot about this
1: (laughs) I mean she kind of gets lost in like all of the action
0: yeah, it's just like it's just a fun little like throwaway bit. It's fun. I like it. Um, moving on, uh, let's see. Let's yeah, orm Orms
1: is the last desperate attempt to flood the city, and Mira comes in to hold the water back. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, uh, you know they can't uh, you know, like the, that convict can't hold up the water forever. Uh, Zatanna... Zatana. Uh, changes it to ice.
0: Um, yes, um, I'm assuming. Obviously, you can tell. Like the 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 old Zatanna thing for her spells was that you'd write all the words backwards. Y- yeah, I,
1: I I heard that was a thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that shit, was always it. and,
0: and 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 they haven't changed it since. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good easy magic system. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, uh,
0: but yeah, so. Uh, so we do that. Uh, Volko is just kind of standing up on a building, holding the scepter. Uh, well,
1: well, Arvinariot, um, you know, it's. Um, I was as happy as you to discover I had a brother, Orm, to feel like I wasn't so alone. But I am alone. That's the life of a true leader, oh, which God. is interesting. Don't entirely agree with that sentiment, but I understand why where he's coming from. It's like you know, that's why I never wanted the crown.
0: As he fucking knocks Norm on. uh, Norm. Norm. (laughs) Orm! Orm. Oh my god, it's been a long two weeks. It's been a long two weeks.
1: Uh, We are suddenly uh, in cheers where Aquaman
0: is facing the carrots. I want fucking Orm to. Orm! (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Anyway, he knocks Orm on his ass um, as he fucking should. Orm Uh, yields. uh, Yes. and uh, we, we surround Volko Aquaman picks up the fucking trident, knocks the fucking trench away, demands commands, I am your king Volko surrenders everyone bows to Arthur um, just, oh god such and a great moment everyone it's,
1: it's a, fights the trench to send them back to hell even Orm who respects his brother as king because again, Orm isn't evil yeah not inherently. Not inherently. He has the capacity to change.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which makes him a really cool character. Honestly, like the two the two big villains that we focused on in these volumes with Black Manta and, and, and Ocean Master, like, they're not inherent like I mean they're they're evil characters. They do evil things. Um but they're very complex and I love the way Johns writes them. And they They're, both very, have a chance very, for very, redemption. Very different, I would say, to the way Johns writes his main villains in the Justice, Justice League books. Oh, yeah, his villains
1: in Justice League are just flat out evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but,
0: interesting. Um, but yeah, we uh, we we uh, take the trench out. Uh, like I said, Volka surrenders. Vol- and uh, gives
1: gives Arthur the scepter. Uh, Arthur just punches him in the face, which is so satisfying.
0: Yeah, because Volka is just a dick at this point. Um, but Volga, but I love what Volga says here. Um, Arthur says, how could you betray me like this? Volga says, because I love Atlantis, and I love you like a son. And Arthur says, uh, he sends the trench home because he can just do that now with the scepter. Um, and, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I like this little bit where one of the Atlanteans says, uh, yes, my king, but what of king, uh, of Orm. <laughs> and, uh, Arthur he's, says, he stays He's here. here. So we're going to keep Orm uh, over here on the surface. Uh, Orm freaks out over this. He says, I yielded the throne. I yielded. I really hope
1: that this gets followed up on somewhere.
0: I believe it does. Okay, Because it seems
1: fascinating. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we will get there. Um, but uh, yeah, so we lock up Orm. He is in Rev, presumably, right? yeah right. He's yeah, got to be and, Bell, or, yeah because that's the only person that was featured earlier in this yeah
1: uh, and I, I yeah. love his final lines like you know please please let me talk to him. I don't belong here like
0: you feel really bad for him, yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there still. it's cool. um, we get a great scene at the end here though. uh Arthur and Mara uh are you know are sort of recuperating from everything and uh and Arthur says, uh, Arthur asks uh, Mira to come with him down to Atlantis, and um, and she says, "I can't. I know uh, you know why I can't." Um, and uh, Arthur leaves. Uh, Shin is then interviewed by reporters. Nice to see Shin get a proper ending, which is very nice.
1: And it's it's um, such a good closure where his one, it's you know, people. It's like, do you feel vindicated? And no. he
0: says no. Um. Arthur leaves. He goes into the ocean. Maris stays behind with Aqua Dog. Um, I, I can't call him anything else at this point. He's Aqua Dog. Um, but uh, we get some epilogue scenes here. Uh, we see uh, Amanda Waller talking to uh, Colonel, Colonel Trevor. Trevor uh, lays out some people here. We already talked about the Justice League of America la- uh, on the last Justice League episode. Uh, We see Batman say here, uh, we need to do, uh, uh, we need to do what we haven't done before. We open our ranks, which is pretty much why we had our win. And then we see a mysterious uh, purple suited hand, uh, white handed figure says "Uh, the opportunity is now it is time for recruitment, starting with the Scarecrow.
1: Okay, so. It's clear that that white hand is a glove, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's not the Joker it's this is setting up uh the one of the the event that i mentioned briefly earlier on uh forever evil
1: forever evil okay okay
0: it's uh they did this whole thing for it um it was a uh... Is, is, is a, a, an event called Forever Evil. There were a fuck ton of Italians for it. Is this why, um, like,
1: issues 23 of some of the new 52 yes, runs this is, do this weird is,
0: thing where like it's like 23.123 or 4? Yeah. And, uh, and that, that that was, yeah, they released this all in the space of a month. It was called Villains Month. They had these really nice hollow covers, and I'm ashamed to say I own, like, I think 80% of them. Um, of course you do. I, I I, it's like, Look, I I was I was a really horrible collector back in the day. That was like right when I got like hardcore into collecting comics, and uh, I just I I did I I held back on nothing. Um, so whatever, that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Because like it was okay when I originally first read this, I was like, so okay, so who? How many parties are at play on this final page? Um, yeah, and uh, because I originally thought it was just. I originally thought it was just two. I completely missed, like, the third panels for somehow. My eye just, like, glossed over it.
0: Well, it almost looks like it could be part of that same thing that Amanda Waller's doing with Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it, like, isn't... Because um, it's all villains, and there's only, like, one villain on the Amanda Waller page. So, yeah. You know. Is she really a villain, though? I, uh, anyway um, so now we're on to so this is why I always say read both Justice League and Aquaman volumes because Justice League has some extra stuff that the Aquaman stuff doesn't. Uh, we get an epilogue scene here. With, which I think uh, this Steve is actually Trevor. from
1: Justice League issue like 13 or 14. This is like
0: is it? I didn't yes. know that. I didn't yeah. know this. I looked into
1: this and it's like because like the way like the wiki plots out this it does like Justice League 13, 14, um, Aquaman, Justice League, Aquaman, Justice League, Aquaman, and then it says Justice League 13, so, like,
0: this is, like... All right, so I guess it's a backup story from there. All right, I was completely unaware. Uh, And it just pretty much... It's almost, like, the exact same scene from the end of Villain's Journey. Um, Yeah,
1: basically.
0: Yeah, where Trevor and uh, Oliver team up. Um, Um, Again, we're just... We're just I continuing like, this. I like the setup. seeing
1: Oliver. Uh, yeah,
0: we're we're just continuing the setup for Justice League of America, and again, Oliver is best characterized in by Jeff Johns, I'd say, in the New Fifty Two. So there's that.
1: Uh, I mean, it looks like they're also setting up an arc thing with like this piece of metal with an image on it, with that insignia. Um, yeah, um, and, and Oliver is sent on an errand, and that's 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 one of those oh we're setting up future comic things like yeah cool
0: yeah yeah it's but again but again as i keep saying you've never done the full experience I, I i think i think
1: more the issue is putting it right at the end sounds like it would work for the trade collection yeah i actually don't think it does
0: yeah, it almost works better like in issue 13.
1: Yeah, because because those you, are
0: because those are like the random stories that that are like preludes to Throne of Atlantis. Yeah,
1: like, at the end here, it's like, we've just had the emotional core ending of wrapping up with Orm, wrapping up with Arthur, wrapping up with Shin.
0: But on on wrapping up these characters, uh, our last Twitter question also comes from at Jamie underscore season seven says, don't know if you'll agree, but I think Aquaman leaving the team after this would have worked well. Uh, Thoughts on that, Jacob?
1: Possibly, possibly. uh, But kind of the the person who likes Aquaman in me is like, I still want to see him more of him on the Justice League and I want to see more of these interactions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like Like, if, if if. if nothing else, I do definitely see what he's going for, like like you know Aquaman going down into Atlantis there to be their king properly yeah. is sort of sending off his character. So still having him on the league is a little weird. I mean, um, it's
1: it's telling that aft like
0: the only sort of like DC movie
1: he really appears in in the animated universe. In any real, like, big capacity, I, I looked is really ba- is basically Throne of Atlantis.
0: Yeah, pretty much. He makes uh, small appearances elsewhere, and that's about it.
1: But it, yeah, they're they're very minor, which is still sh- still
0: still played by Anakin Skywalker though. Uh, the- S-
1: still
0: still played by Anakin Skywalker, um, which I just love. That's Matt Lanter as Aquaman. Um, but I guess uh, on that we finished up the comic. Uh, overall thoughts on Throne uh, of Atlantis. Um, Again, uh, a
1: good, nice, tight arc.
0: Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. It, it I think leaves... I think cutting down on the members, on the amount of Justice League members that we had here, definitely was was to the story's advantage.
1: Was helpful. Um, I do feel uh, a little. I, I do feel there's some point that like there are like Cyborg is great when he's focused on, but pushing him to the sidelines so much in the arc is kind of a shame. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also think um, definitely just as just just as an arc, it's just not as interesting as the others. It's more it feels almost more like an epilogue to the others, at least in terms of Arthur's development,
0: I guess. But also it's an entirely new plot line when you throw Orm into the mix. Yeah. And, 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 And Volko, who wasn't at all a part of the trench of the others which is interesting because i guess Volko with the zero issue very much feels a part of arthur's life the entire time but he was only introduced for this arc
1: so. yeah which again is also is also interesting like maybe you should have introduced him a little earlier than they did um, yeah
0: but again but again like i said like the zero issue does so much for this this story it I does
1: and, and like yeah if you're just going to be like reading aquaman and not justice league get the aquaman version of the trade yeah, uh, definitely. Or the Omni with, by Jeff Johns, because it's it's in the Omni, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But on that, uh, I guess, high recommendations, of course, for the comic. Let's talk about Adapted Media. Um, the Throne of Atlantis animated movie. Um, so this can, continues on from the DC animated universe. Started with uh, Justice League War, or I guess started with Flashpoint Paradox, but still. Um, in the actual reset universe, Justice League War, and then this, as far as Justice League movies go. Um You watched that for the first time and prep for this. Uh, What did you think of
1: it? um, I'm actually kind of conflicted. Okay. Um, uh, Okay, I understand why introducing Arthur as a character not in war works, right? Because they're going to be adapting of Atlantis next. Mm -hmm. I think it's, there's definitely some stuff that like, just does not work as well in the film. Um, okay. Cyborg especially? Like
0: Yeah, yeah, I I see what they're what they like, were going for with uh with Cyborg in that one, but it, yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't work.
1: work. And basically really the well. opening scene is is him replacing his lung.
0: Like Yeah,
1: and they I, take that like
0: out of like actually being part of the action.
1: Yeah, like no. That's a thing you need to do. Um uh, I'm glad, you know, we got some more Sean Aston Shazam. He's always.
0: Yeah, a, and the, I think this is his last appearance at Shazam, unfortunately, because, well, he's Sean Astin and kind of hard to get consistently for these appearances. Yes. Um, that said, though, this is where a lot of the main cast of this animated universe does come in. So it's the first Jerry O'Connell Superman yes. appearance, and he's and, fantastic. Uh, the way um,
1: he and Rosario Dawson uh, play the um, date scene sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they do, that's the, it feels like they do draw on issues 13 and 14 a little bit. Yeah, for, definitely. Just just for building up that relationship. And I like that they introduced Lois as a character.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, nice to see John Henry Irons in there for a little bit. Yes, nice. he's there for like two seconds. Um, but, the, but obviously it's really cool because it's in the same universe as the Death of Superman movies that we covered and uh, so so that same John Henry Irons. Yeah.
1: Um, so, so you kind of already know with the introduction of Lois and John Henry Irons sort of like where I kind of already knew where this universe is going.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Um, as I said Matt Lanter is Aquaman in this and he's fantastic. He is, uh, he is, he is the highlight. He is great. Sa- uh, Sam Witwer is Orm. I fucking love. Do you know Sam Witwer from anything? I, I'm... I mean, he's, 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 a, he's about a, him. he's a big star wars guy he's a big star wars um, guy big um, star wars guy so he did darth maul and clone wars and all the animated stuff um and then he, uh but his first i guess i think it was his first breakout star wars role was uh force unleashed he was uh he was star killer in the force unleashed games
1: and i know my brothers played at least the yeah
0: he yeah he was like the main guy,
1: game of that yeah, he was the main uh, guy and yeah was,
0: he's brilliant um yeah, just a fantastic voice actor. Always just one hundred and ten percent fantastic um, villain characters. Um, I'll also say, uh, I think it's oh gosh, who's who's playing Mira? It's uh, S- uh Sumali Montano. Montano. Montano, she's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, um, also, this is the first Nathan Fillion or Nick Green Lantern. Yes. In, in, yes! In, 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 in this universe, in this universe, I should specify. But yes, um, so good. So so good.
1: I was like, good. I was like, oh right, Nathan Fillion, you're back
0: yeah um also some really interesting casting choices in here george newburn is steve trevor
1: right is that newburn playing him yeah no, george okay.
0: newburn is steve trevor the george newburn the fucking um uh uh superman guy from the justice league series yeah and then hey, um, hey,
1: the other big vocal the other big superman,
0: superman. yeah um and then harry lennox is black manta do you know who that is I've heard that name. He's General Swanwick from the Zack Snyder stuff. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so he's Black Manta and he's great. And then um and then Steve uh, Steve Bloom is uh Lex Luthor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because it wasn't <sighs> Okay. It, I
1: it was it wasn't the guy from the office. Yet. Okay, so I don't hate Rain Wilson like as an actor he's, he's yeah a good actor he's
0: just, not, he's just not lex Luthor. come on yeah Blake, it's, no, it's the problem bad. it's the problem
1: of because the office got so big no one can see him as anyone other than dwight from the office which is yeah. really a shame but, but also
0: i would just say like his voice just doesn't match the role at all. it
1: doesn't it doesn't match um yeah. as well and he, he's trying he, he tries he, he doesn't give a bad performance but
0: yeah yeah match. um jason Omar continues to be great as batman He's a, he's a, he's so good. Um, I love
1: that Omer again still does his own thing as Batman. Is not trying to be like any of the other big Batman's uh, actors. Yeah. Like,
0: so rather interestingly, I guess in the three versions of the story we're covering, um, Arthur's mom plays three different roles in these things, and she and she stays alive progressively longer in each. Yeah. One. Um, so, so in the comic, she's dead from the out. Um, in the animated movie, she dies about halfway through. Yeah, about halfway <laughs> through, which <laughs> and is and interesting <laughs> and then in the live action film aquaman where she's played by nicole kidman nicole, Kid- <laughs> um, nicole okay
1: so i was i i i, I when watching aquaman i was like hang on <laughs>
0: yeah yeah hang nicole on of, yeah yeah nicole kidman hang on shouldn't you be back with trying to fuck batman <laughs> yeah and and chase and, and Schumacher's awkward gay energy <laughs> <laughs> yes um but she's
1: <laughs> she's She's great.
0: Yeah, um, she's 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 on she's on to hear things about the film. I mean, honestly, I, I love that entire film. It's so good. Aquaman, I,
1: is a, Aquaman is a great film. It's a great spiritual adaptation of Throne of Atlantis, like yeah. I like, like, I
0: think I think on most days I would say like it, you, we could have maybe watched it with The Trench of the Others, but I would say you would need this as well. You would need this yeah.
1: a lot of the actual conflict comes from throne of atlantis and that's kind of what drives the film forward um
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: uh Um, also i will also say um i think a lot of people who don't like aquaman 2018 don't (laughs) like it because it's kind of colorful like i love how colorful it is yeah no Um, like it feels there's color it feels alive but it again, it doesn't It's it, it has its own identity where it doesn't feel like it's trying to be like the MCU. Like, yeah, I've heard some people try um, to claim that it's trying to be like the MCU. And I'm like, what? No, no, it's not. It's not like, yeah, J- J- yeah. this is like James Wan directed this like there are his fingerprints all over this yeah movie. it's
0: it There's still like those those trace horror elements in there but it's so so colorful um also again it's a james wan film patrick wilson has to be there and he yes. plays orm and he's awesome he's um, great uh, um, again, but honestly, my also... my, fa- my favorite my favorite performance in the whole movie is um uh, yaya abdul-monteen as a uh, black manta yes so yes. so fucking good the way they play him and his and Arthur's relationship. So much. Phenomenal. Pathos. So oh, much. Pathos. So good. And uh, he's like going to be like the main villain in the second one. So I'm so yes. excited. Uh, um, I'll also say just Momoa has so much chemistry. Like, yeah. And, and maybe a bad time to be recording this episode, but Amber Heard is good. And, I, Amber I think... Heard.
1: Okay. Heard is a good actress, despite being a shit human being. Like, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, but honestly, she's very good, and and great casting for the role. Yeah, and here. she
1: gets better as like the film goes on. Like I was a little rougher for, for like some of the early scenes. Really? Because yes, yeah, I, I thought, just... I,
0: thought the, I thought the only rough heard Mira performance was uh, was in Justice League, actually.
1: Huh, well, yeah, just the early scenes just felt a little, a little, a little choppy.
0: And again, just how colorful the film is. Like when, when Momoa actually gets the proper orange suit, like it looks so damn good. Um, I know. Uh, people... and, 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 and from that point, they just embrace the camp. Like he literally rides a seahorse at one point. It's yeah, amazing.
1: Th- they embrace it and
0: it works. It yeah. works so yeah. well. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe is in it. He's awesome. Uh, there's a Julie Andrews sea monster. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. can we talk about that? Yes, yes, we can like, I was watching it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is great, cool. Wait a minute, I know that voice. <laughs>
0: Joey? M- the Mary Poppins sea monster.
1: I why is it. Julie Andrews in this?
0: I'm not <laughs> complaining, but I need to know why. <laughs> it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, also, Graham McTavish uh, just fucking... I, I don't know he 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 shows up in the weirdest like nerdy things and he's so cool. yeah he's just there for like five seconds uh randall yeah. park plays yeah right. yes Shin. yeah he's awesome uh tamara morrison plays arthur's dad which is great um and uh what was the other one I wanted to talk about um there was someone else I wanted to mention or was that uh
1: it? i i don't know
0: i don't, I don't know, know. I, think, I think that was it actually never mind i'm actually i'm really excited for the sequel oh when that's comes... right john reese davies Oh yeah, he was in the movie. Yeah, he—he's the Brian
1: King. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel. Um, yeah, so am it, I. It doesn't seem like they're actually adapting like a comic. Uh, yeah,
0: which I'm fine with.
1: Yeah, fine but with. like, yeah,
0: just keep making
1: Momoa's got charm. Like, keep yeah, yeah, keep putting him in things. And mm-hmm. apparently, Amber Heard's heard only in like ten minutes of the movie.
0: I'm fine with that.
1: Which is like, yeah. Uh, for the third one, you maybe we do a recast because yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But even then, like I don't know, uh, it it's it's weird. It's a weird situation. Yeah. Know. On that note, on that um, note, I'm I'm glad we got to cover so much adaptive media with this one. We, we, we did. It's it was. We've fun. Been kinda, we kind of we kind of starved of that lately. Um, yes. Yeah. It's nice. It's very nice uh all right is that about it that is it that is it all right so bad news for the listeners um jacob already knows what the next two episodes are i do i do um, the way we had to schedule it with our, our we have a guest on the next two episodes um so with our next block of episodes we it we was to and schedule, it was a matter we just, of we had to knowing to who the guest was yeah and, and what like, it, the guest would it, be. It, it, was a, it was a situation where andrew first of all, if you're listening to this andrew basically me telling Jacob that Andrew is going to be on the episode. I was like, okay, you know what it's going to fucking, now be. I know what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're having our friend Andrew on the next two episodes. Um, we're going to be reading the, uh, for both the next two episodes, we're going to be reading the first two volumes of the Marv Wolfman, George Perez, new, teen, new Titans teen Titans run. Uh, episode 16 will be volume one. Episode 17 will be volume two. This covers the first 16 issues altogether. So it'll be eight and eight. Um, so, yeah, so join us next time, I guess, when we're reading the first volume of the New Teen Titans by uh, Marv Wolfman and George Perez. Our first,
1: pre- our first pre-crisis uh, episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, still, in all the recent decades we're covering, I'm still narrowly avoiding the early 2000s for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. We'll get there soon. I swear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Uh, But yeah, back to the 80s, which we haven't done since. God, Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, so it's been a while. Been a while. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, now, also, because you knew what these were, you already have the books. So we'll be able to record them soon. Yes. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, also, uh, to people listening to this that keep up with the YouTube channel. Sorry I haven't been keeping up with the off weeks on Mondays. Like I said, it's been a very hectic couple of weeks for me, for my personal life. So I haven't been able to keep up with those off weeks. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to continue it next Monday after this episode comes out. So you'll see a uh, a regular video on Blood and its Studios before our next episode comes out the week after. If and what and if anything of what I said makes any sense, let me know. Um, we will also be having uh, after
1: the next episode, I think, which is probably fair to announce
0: yes uh between 16 and 17 we'll be having a uh, our third bonus episode uh can we say what it's on or do we want to we,
1: we can say what it's on we
0: will be okay, covering um, jacob has jacob is finishing Superman <laughs> the animated series for the first time
1: yes. so
0: uh yeah we'll be covering that in a similar fashion to how we covered batman the animated series so if you haven't listened to that episode go back and listen to that and plus i just love the bonus episodes they're so much fun, they're I'm, fun. Excited, I'm excited to do another one. So. Yeah, uh, I guess that about does it. Thank that you all. It. so thank you all so much for listening. Wherever you're listening to us, be sure to leave a rating and subscribe, um, review if you can. Uh, subscribe to Donut Studios on YouTube. And I guess until next time, this has been Joey Morgan
1: and Jacob Licklider. Goodbye. Goodbye.